0: Oh, that's even more meta.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your best friends, Greg Miller, alongside producer slash seducer, straight back from Japan, Nick Scarpino.
2: What time is it? Because it's morning for me. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Run me through the sleep schedule right now. Where are we at? So I was telling Tim, I got back
2: on Saturday. Okay, and it's Monday. And we were worried. Remember last week, I was worried that we were going to get our flight delayed. Well, it was the opposite. We had timed it out perfectly. I was like, we're going to get home at 11 a.m. In the morning. It's great. We have to stay up for like five hours. We can make this work. We got laundry five to do, hours. cleaning out stuff. Cause we, I just wanted to make it to 6 six p.m. before we started to doze off. I was like, we could totally do this. Meanwhile, we're hearing all these horror stories of Fran getting fucking stuck in Dallas because of the runway repair stuff that was and happening. I really think it's he didn't have his shots. Yeah. Well, probably. They don't want to let him back into the, the state. Um, and so I was like, great, we're going to get delayed maybe, and that'll even be better for us because we'll be on Japanese time for a while, and then when we get in, we'll just just go to sleep like a few hours later. No, fucking Johnny on the spot, Captain United Airlines pilot gets us there a, a damn hour early. Have you ever been an hour early on a flight before? Ever? It's <laughs> a long. That's think about long, that. It's a good amount. That's a lot. That's she, like. like twenty minutes. That's enough to think. Why have all the other flights I've been on taken so long? You know what I mean. What did yeah. you do different? Like, this what time? the fuck did you like? Did better you? Better plane. Did, was it like you were at ten for the most part, and then you were like eleven yeah. for a solid hour? We get in at nine forty. I got to stay up for so long. I I managed to stay up till seven o'clock. At which time I go to bed. I wake up at eleven o'clock the next day, and I'm like, yes. I fucking beat jet lag. I'm back on the schedule. I'm going to be totally fine. My wife, meanwhile, woke up at four o'clock in the afternoon. She had slept for a solid 20 hours and was still like, I need more sleep. She went to bed at eight and I'm like, cool. I'm going to go to bed at my normal time, which is around midnight. Five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Jesus. I'm watching the remake of fucking a nightmare on Elm Street. Which, by the way, is about people who cannot go to sleep, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I sympathize with this. I sympathize with this. When did they remake this? Movie? They made it like 2001 or 2002, I think, with no. Rooney Rooney Mara.
0: It was way later. Than was that. it later? Yeah, Maybe that 2010, must have been 2009. That was Michael Bay, right? Was it? what?
1: Kevin Can I get a an, an of produced? Nightmare they did, Elm Street they did
0: Friday the 13th remake? Yeah, yeah. and then they I'm pretty it. sure that Nightmare came out after that. I mean, Rooney Mara was very young in this, but she's also not that
2: old. So I have no idea. She the dragon tattoo girl? Yeah, it's her and Laurel from Arrow.
1: You're gonna tell me, that this guy?
2: I like how dreams? we talk about
1: Aurora. We we do, we do an impression of her father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are those? Friday the 2009. <laughs> 2009. If you would have watched it, you'd understand. Yeah, yeah that was it's Friday the bad. 13th. Can You
2: look up uh, a nightmare on Elm. Street? Friday oh, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 the 13th, 2009. Well, it's true though because I think that came out afterwards, so it must have been 2010, 2011. Nightmare on Elm Street, 1994.
3: 2010. 2010. Jackie Earle Haley. Oh. And Rooney Mara. Uh uh. Proshak. Rorschach, yeah. Oh, really? Is so he? I mean,
2: oh, he's Freddy Krueger, is he? Yeah, he he plays Freddy in this and uh, oh. does a does a decent job. Katie Cassidy is the the actress that I'm talking about. She was a one arrow. Wait, and hold she on. She's one of the main characters. Click there. on
1: that Jackie Earl Haley thing. Show it to the kids. Yeah, there you go. Click on the Which one? top one right there. Yeah. Freddy Krueger. You know Jackie Earl Haley? I don't. Uh, he was Horscht. Yeah, Horscht. I know that everybody. He was I just if you use sh- bears. I don't know that. That doesn't ring any bells. Thank you, everybody. But uh, you look at him there. He looks nothing like Rorschach. Is what I'm saying. Well, you know, Rorschach he looks had he looks more a mask like on the entire time. Doctor Well, no, but he had a hat. Remember, he had hair. It he had, a, he, had, a hair. had a he had red hair. He had red. Over there, his frantic <laughs> heartthrob Andy Cortez. <laughs> hey guys, over there, Forbes, thirty under thirty, aka the second best baby loser from San Francisco, aka the verified one at Tim Gettys. That's the most. And then joining us for the first time on. He's up and comer a week. No pressure. Not everyone in the world watching
0: him. Oh, God. <laughs> it's Blessing Jr. Yay! Hey! In a dope-ass jacket. Yeah, I appreciate dude. you of breaking course. this out for the show. Dude,
4: of course. I had to get the blue on blue. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, Rocket. Um, I've done this thing now where I look up a uh, cool bomber jacket on Amazon. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, think, I think that was you that said oh, that yeah. on one podcast. Um, oh, it's, definitely and it's, it's changed the game. It did, man. Yeah.
0: How much that thing cost you? Probably 18
4: like, Twenty-five. Maybe? What I'm saying, yeah. man. No, yeah. Uh-huh. I have another one. It's quality, not another quantity. Another one that you'll see on maybe one, like some other day I'm here. Uh, that was 18, and let me tell you, man. It shows. Hot. Yeah, dude. Hot. Yeah, the problem lies, with them,
3: though, ladies, you go through a lot of them. Yes. Oh, you know what? I think I. Oh my
4: god. Do you have this one?
3: <laughs> no, okay. I bought the red one when I was gonna make Star-Lord. my Star Lord costume, oh. and and it came in and it like it. J- I did the dumbest fucking thing. I was like, oh, let me try to draw on Star-Lord's like little... Acoutremonts?
2: Yeah, all the little bullshit he has. Did you
3: draw the headphones on? (laughs) 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 I drew a rocket on my my shoulder. No, I I tried drawing it, and then I was like, this is not going to work immediately. And, like, just just immediately. I was like, well, there goes 18 bucks. I I think it's still in the bottom of a little cabinet. But, yeah, I bought the exact red one because it kind of looks similar. But yeah, I mean, Did you end up, up buying
2: like the actual one on Etsy or something like that? No, I bought, up...
3: I bought the actual one on Amazon. Amazon, okay. It was very expensive. Yeah, yeah. it was
2: worth it, though. You looked great.
3: Thanks, man. It was, yeah. cost it was worth it
2: for one day. And, yeah. and if you stop talking about it now, you can go again next year, like this year, and yeah. pretend like you never did it. Oh, that's right. Because nobody understands social media. That's a good, point. Not that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good
1: yeah point. that's a good question. Halloween's coming up quick. I uh, know. What are we going to do? Well, apparently we have to go see Terminator. Thanks, Tim. It's not my fault. We're gonna throw a fucking Halloween party here now. We gotta go, go watch Terminator. Do we this show us is how
2: party
1: on this is how much the in things. review. That's has, all Saints Day. We can't do that to the Saints. Exactly. <laughs> Drew Brees is gonna be pissed.
2: <laughs> this is how much in review has penetrated my life. Oh God, that was I'm a sitting of in. Saying. Yeah, I'm sitting in Japan, and you know, one of the joys of traveling abroad is that there's different shit on Netflix oh, in yeah. other countries sure. that sure, there sure, are here. Sure. Basically, the only thing I look forward to. Everything else—the culture, the people, the food, the sites, the, whatever. Whatever. You get yeah. fucked. What's you can on Netflix? Play through different things. What's on Netflix? Not even watch it. And what's amazing through. is that shit pops up on your list that you had on your list before. That's not available in the United States, but when you go outside, it pops up. I.e., Bad Boys One and Bad Boys Two. And I start watching Bad Boys One. Of course, finish you did it this overseas. And I go. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, because I I remember like Bad Boys for Life is coming out and I don't know if Tim has Bad Boys planned and I wanna go in fresh. Yeah. So I had to stop myself from watching Bad Boys too, which by the way, I remember being the better bad boys. I just want you to know that's how I much you, that's how that. much that series means to me.
1: Yeah, in review. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we gonna get Matuga in for that one? I was gonna say, where What's do you plan? where do you go in conversations? How did you <laughs> not know we were doing bad boys in review? Well, yeah, I mean, you know
2: we haven't announced it. I was just trying to be like coy coy
0: about it, but Thanks for doing a bad voice just interview, like, everybody. There you go. You and apparently maybe. Makuga's coming in. Maybe. And I don't say maybe as in like we're trying to hide things from you. I'm saying maybe as in like, goddamn, we need to stop announcing things early. Because that's like, great. Had I known Terminator was on Halloween and you guys cared about Halloween, probably wouldn't have chose to do Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> so we can see an I'm early good.
1: Terminator. And then we can delay the in can-
0: review. It's not how life
1: works, Greg. Yeah, it is. Here's what I think Um, we should do. The Friday morning show can just be Kevin with a snare drum. Just (laughs) da-da-da. (laughs) Da-da-da. Kevin! (laughs) Freestyle. You you nailed the sound of the snare drum. (laughs) Dude, I've done it. You know what I mean? You have, man. The other day, I was (laughs) on song? What have you done? What (laughs) have you done? (laughs) the other what day oh you? Andy recommended some band and I was listening and I was walking I was like that's a snare drum yeah. <laughs> that's right there that guy just hit a snare drum yeah he ba- did he ba- did ba-
2: ba- 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 just that like, sick snare
1: I know right snare. did I recommend to you like fucking jazz was that band it was that emo band I put up right how'd you like him? He's good He's good He's good stuff what are the names
3: I forget already you me and everyone we know yeah it's just an old band from like 10 Years ago, that I hadn't that,
1: listened to. That's why weekend. I like it, yeah, because yeah. that's definitely right up my
2: alley. Randomly in the lobby of my hotel, they were playing a jazz version of I think it was the entire Chronic album, so it was just like but, like, that's all so they the played. Chronic
0: one or Chronic one. 2000, so it was
2: like Let Me Ride right. Right. and okay, like all okay. these other things, but it was a jazz, like music version of it, but it was really well done. And At first, I was like, This is awesome. Day three, I'm like, do they not have another <laughs> fucking like Spotify playlist? But then you get into it eventually. I
1: love it, man. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Podcast. <laughs> each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table, each coming to talk to you about what's happened in their life. Come on through, Cool guy. It's didn't fine. Out, no, can I have one of them out. beers? Give me one Did of them Did you beer.
3: notice that Tim missed no, it? What's
0: going on with that? No! <laughs> Fuck, I was so distracted. This is the first time I've ever missed it.
1: Wow. Performance from a lot of time. damn all it team has been in the fire. You fucked me, cool I mean, I got it. Can when I like, mean,
0: yeah. I mean, I can, I, like yeah. can I, me and you know, take yeah. his place? And bless him. That's beards what I'm saying. Beards. Beards.
3: <laughs> like Velcro beards. We've already <laughs> like we've gotten to the point where the old quarterback is over here under like hanging up, not throwing mm-hmm. the ball quick enough. He's Drew Bledsoe back there, and we got a young Tony Romo in the of course. In, on the Tony bench. Romo, I yeah. That's with the Cowboys. Dude, I
4: know that reference. Yeah, at all. I'm right there with you. That's with the
3: Cowboys. Yeah, Drew Bledsoe on Monday Night Football. He was holding. Holding the ball on for way too long. He was he held on it for like seven seconds. Got sacked. I was like, mm, get sure. this fucking guy out of the game. They put in Tony Romo. First throw interception. I was like, oh, this is real wow. bad. We we're really, we're really we're wanted to bet Tony Romo and win exactly. the game. Really
1: good quarterback. I it'll always break my heart that he couldn't make it work with Jessica Simpson. Yeah, you know, Lachey. Well, and him him too. Nick, Nick, too. Nick. Thank you so much, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. Let's just be real. A fling. No, not a fling. <laughs> it was the thing. a thing. But remember, the, you remember why they got back together, Andy? You remember why they got back together, everybody? 9-11. Did they get back 9-11 together? 9-11 happened, right? And Are then they, they were together? like, you know what? We should get back together. That's what led to them getting married. And I'll tell you right now, any marriage wait, founded on 9-11 isn't yeah, wait, going did, to work. How did Amy It isn't B? going to work. <laughs> 9-11? Yeah. Never did? forget. No, but wait.
3: No, <laughs> you said they got back together because yeah. of 9/11. Then yeah. you're like, because they got together because of 9/11. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. They
1: yeah. Got together. <laughs> what is? They exactly got back together here? because of 9/11. In any relationship brought about because of 9/11, but- fears <laughs> not gonna last. Is what I'm saying. But like, how did 9/11 like lead? Then to oh, they, back they, they had broken up they had broken up and they had like gone ways. <laughs> <anniversary>. then 9-11 <laughs> happened and there was like concern of are you you know are you on the plane and it was one of those like oh, oh. they right? reminded each Listen. other how much they, oh. they loved each other have you right? seen the oh, movie okay. Speed have you seen the movie Speed great point yes I know where you're going with this Keanu do you see what Reeves I'm line. saying Keanu line?
2: We're, we're, it's no it's book's line where she goes you know relationships relationships that are built on like intense situations don't last and it's true they didn't last.
1: Well, no, but see, she did the other way at the end. Remember, and she goes, "I guess we'll just base it on sex." And he's like, oh, "I'm Keanu Reeves."
2: So what you're saying is Nick Lachey and Jessica oh Simpson used to bang it out?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I remember that was a big part of their show. Remember, because she was a virgin when they met. I am I the only one who watched this? Fucking I, just show? Don't, I remember. don't remember, I remember it. it. I remember uh, the you, you two. Remember two if I watch you, a show, you, man, video. I can tell you anything about it. Didn't what do you want to know about Judd and Pedro? <laughs> 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 what is that sound? <laughs> You think
2: about it? Greg
0: Miller missed butter? one kind of yes. funny podcast. Yes. <laughs> he, so be- he kept me <laughs> in his peanut butter. I was like,
2: dude, And then he denied cool. it. And then, and then he denied like, it. it. Like, you still got your
1: fucking you. Are you talking <laughs> about real world <laughs> Like, you, finger-, oh my like you God. finger
2: banged a jar of peanut butter. We see it.
1: God, real world used to be good, yeah, just like this so show good. currently is. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> if you like this show, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get even if you early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, goodness, I would go to cool house and spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: He really was He's leading us to And he looks oh like go. He's enjoying it so much and you can get in. And, But the problem is Once you call Cool Greg Out on something He's done with that for life Greg He will never, will never eat spaghetti it again, again.
1: <laughs> Cool Greg cool. Just fucking Crushed an interview With Sasha Oh my Bane. god How yeah. was that? He is on cloud Fucking it, 79 dude. Nothing can hurt him today cool. cool Greg looks
3: like
2: He had sex for Eight straight years <laughs>
3: <laughs> Like he's so Chilled out And just I, like
1: Pumped
2: up I'm so bummed I missed that Obviously like I'm, I'm super jet lagged So I didn't wake up Until like fucking 12 But yeah. I'm I saw the schedule. I saw that on the schedule yesterday. I was like, oh my God, what a cool and exciting thing. Yeah. How'd, how'd it go? Great. Yeah. Was yeah. That, is that the episode this week? Or? No, this
1: episode is Jack Beezer, Google Stadia. We okay. did that right wow, afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Sasha Banks. The one, the one two. The one two punch. We've, we've had a lot of content today. It's been mm-hmm. good, including Real this good. show. If you can get early on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get it ad <laughs> so free. You can get it with a pre and post show. You can see all sorts of cool stuff over there. You watch this as we do it live. That's yeah. big. There's other things you get for free. I can't too. believe
0: I missed the table hit.
1: It's very embarrassing. This for you. sucks, man. Hundreds yeah. of episodes, I've nailed it. If yeah. you hadn't
2: told us that, you could have just told, you could have just pretended like you. Somebody made it. I call Andy. Andy I called. I accidentally Actually, Andy called him it. out.
3: Because oh, <laughs> I right noticed there. Tim just in a in a, in a, a hypnotic <laughs> yeah. just gaze looking at this alcohol, and then we did the thumb thumb, and there was nothing from
1: you, and you were still stuck in that. A lot of people have been talking about you've been killing it lately and that Ragnarok and all yeah. that jazz, but I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know I'm yeah. I was. Unless the alcohol is I wanted like to either. make
0: sure that Blessing was getting something if he wanted it. I was, I was trying to be considerate of people. It's, now I'm making well, horrible that, See, that was
2: your first mistake. See, when I walked in today. Stop caring about people. I saw, this is how much of a daze I am in. I walked in. Farted in the room. I just <laughs> shit my pants around. I walk in, <laughs> in, Blessing sitting at the very first desk. I have not seen this man since prom. I saw your RTX. We were very excited. I haven't seen you since prom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you literally
4: invited me for pizza and then disappeared. Oh yeah. that's right, we were, like the, Nick, we were at that party. Nick came up to me. <laughs> Nick came up to me <laughs> like, legit like five times. He was like, I was like Via like, 313. Yeah, he was I, like,
2: like, I was like, blessing. Don't get fucking comfortable. Cause any second now we're gonna go get pizza yeah. with Andy. And
4: I was so hyped because I was like, Oh, I've I- never had Via Three One Three. I've heard such great things. I'm gonna go get pizza with with Nick and all the other kind of funny guys. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a great time. And all of a sudden, like five minutes later, I was like, hey, Anybody see Nick? <laughs> Is yeah. Nick
1: around? Cut, cut, to I me, went to pizza. <laughs>
4: cut to me halfway back to my hotel
1: uh, not eating pizza whistling walking all happy
2: back <laughs> here in the world no but this is how fucked up I how dazed I am I walk in blessings sitting at the very first desk as you walk in and I looked at it I was like hey Blessing I just walked by <laughs> and then oh, I walked well, back I and talked here. to you guys for 15 minutes and then I was like fuck Blessing's here I should go back and say what's up to him
0: sorry about that Nick Scarpino, That's right? yeah. to gentlemen.
1: Uh, if you don't have any bucks to toss our way no big deal you can go to youtube.com slash kindoffunnyroosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe each and every Friday. You guys, one big episode with ads, no pre post show, no support for us, other than, of course, the downloads and the likes and the reviews and all that stuff you should be leaving as well. Blessing. Sir. A lot of people watching this, and they're like, I like the cut of this, guys. Oh, yeah. Who are you? Explain yourself to these people.
4: Uh, So my name is Blessing uh, Adeoye. I'm a part of a site called OKBeast.com. We do articles, videos, podcasts, all about video games and nerd culture. And we're essentially a site... That were kind of, we're kind of born out of the kind of funny community. Um, You're welcome. Oh yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I've given you birth like a phoenix. Oh wow. Um, or a young. Is that fawn. how phoenixes work? Yeah.
2: Wobbly knee. I thought you were gonna say fetus. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> eat
1: the placenta. But uh, uh, it's right. actually kind of it's supposed to be this healthy is.
4: for
2: you. Thank you. Uh, if you do, Kevin. Yeah, um but, grow, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, sometimes they make it, they rub it on the mom's face. Kevin,
3: but imagine you just pour a little twang on it.
4: We drink we drink milk from cows. Like
1: Kevin, oh, what's that weird thing where is... you boil meat?
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, Almost you're gonna do mile. that with a placenta,
2: guaranteed. <laughs> oh Kevin's definitely gonna be one like when he has his first kid, he's gonna do something weird with the placenta. Ew, and the and guys. the he's gonna make like a chain with the with like what are the umbilical cords, just chain. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> like that. It's gonna it's gonna be a chain with a lock, it's pala. pala. <laughs>
4: Sorry, Nick's back. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, baby. Tokyo. Tokyo, Tokyo <laughs> um, but yeah, we just we make content um, and
0: I don't know what else to say.
4: That's
1: good enough. Yeah,
0: I think a big thing is because I don't think this was clear. OK mm-hmm. Beast isn't just a site you work for. It's yeah. a site you created.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I created it in like 2016 because um, I was inspired by like, you know, some uh, cool guys at a table. Yeah, some people oh, people call it kind of which funny table. Um, this table. It's hey, you team. got it.
2: Dude, no, I got late. it back. Right? Too have a
0: Fucking era. You know what I mean. <laughs> we might as well just pack it up. Right? I love go. my brother so much because he texts me. He's like, "Sorry, player. I didn't mean to distract you."
4: Like, <laughs> Biting around. spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so pure. Um, but yeah, like inspired by
4: like kind of funny and like other uh, outlets that I'm a fan of, like Giant Bomb and IGN and like all these different. I, I know IGN is different from like what like these more intimate uh, outlets do, but um. Yeah, essentially born from that, being such a big fan of what y'all do here. Um, and, yeah, now I'm somehow at this table.
0: But you built that into a PAX panel yeah. this year, which yeah, is, is the coolest thing to see as people that you constantly are talking about. Like, oh, like you inspired me to start doing this stuff. And mm. see you guys do things where it's like I see OK Beast come up just outside of any kind of funny stuff. And it's just yeah. like it's such a cool thing where it's like, whoa, it's you so, guys are getting listens. You guys are getting kind of It's so out
4: strange because – uh okb started off as a port as a portfolio for me to essentially be like all right i'm gonna have something that i can present to an ign or a GameSpot or a gaming outlet um in order so i can get hired down the road um and then somehow like just very organically kind of turned in uh to an outlet that has a community um and has people that like you know like we have a whole discord and like people are in there every day talking um we have a uh, Pax pan- we had a Pax panel uh, last month that was like packed, um, like unexpectedly so.
0: Like you, it blew you all away away. packed. The same room that we packed one of our first years uh, doing kind of funny at Pax. Pax, thank you there. Um, <laughs> oh, but it was like literally the exact same room. It was the room where um, the dad had to take his kid out yep. because we were chanting "bad oh, wow. dick."
2: Yeah, it was also the room where they were like, "I don't think you're allowed to have this much bourbon." In. Yeah, well, that, like, That's every
1: That's panel. almost every panel yeah.
0: we've been at We didn't but talk like, about
1: this actually by the way At PAX this year every time before the panel The leader of PAX panels came up to say hi to me And I think it was established I'm in the fucking room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This
2: might be any, This might be your last I, I, love I love it, it. Fucking But seeing the, the
0: pictures that you guys posted Of that room being filled I mean that is no small yeah. feat
4: it's, it's still super wild uh, to me Especially PAX but then like you know We also have like Extra Life that we did And we like like, each year we've been raising more and more money. Like, way more money than, like, we expect. It's it's grown so weirdly and so organically. And then, yeah, it somehow turned into, like, a thing of, like, I want to do this so I can get uh, hired somewhere to now being its own thing. Having a team of people, having uh, my friends Alex, Brandon, um, and Ian uh, <clears throat> in it together, making content together, kind of like how you guys do here, right? Um, but having, like, our own sort of flavor to it, you know, because of us and because uh, people are you know seeking it out uh to listen to us and uh to kind of be part of our community yeah i so. think a lot of
3: it because it is so personality based and so mm-hmm. personality like that's where a lot of the uh <clears throat> that's where a lot of the strength and what we do and what you all do and what giant bomb does it's like you know the community members they get latched onto these personalities as opposed to i feel like where ign and Gamespot you go there for kind of the news but you don't not everybody sort of goes to those sites for yeah the people you that know. are kind of behind because like uh, I like IGN
4: like there's always like uh people people come and go right same with like any like large outlet right like I mean you guys like came from IGN or just start this um uh this thing right um but yeah with something like Giant Bomb or something like this or something like Funhouse or something like Easy Allies right like it is a lot more personality driven uh, which is why I love like doing this uh, is because like it feels more intimate. I think Greg used to talk about, like, you know, leaving the reach of IGN in order to, like, create, like, you know, the intimacy intimacy of having a community. um, And OK is, like, you know, turned into that, which is, like, the the strangest thing because I did not expect expect it to go this way.
1: That's right. Uh, Of course, I know a lot of people out there are going like, wait a second, I thought we weren't having guests on The Kind of Funny Podcast anymore. We're not because you're kind of funny this week. Yes. Of course, you are this week's (laughs) up-and-comer, The (laughs) Kind of Funny Up-and-comer opportunity from January. uh, We already had Chloe through. Blessing is the game side of that coin, here to hang out and do a bunch of different stuff. And... A cider man drinking a beer right now. Yeah, just trying to fit in.
4: I'm just trying to fit in. Well, and bring cider him anything. Man. Alley, cider <laughs> man. We made the joke. If you miss
1: right. quality jokes like that. You're not watching the pre-show. <laughs> is, I missed that. that. I was, am uh, not active cider. I like it better. I don't like beer. I'm like you know, well, like them. I'm not
3: active. I'm just like lazy
2: and stuff, frumpy. But that doesn't even make
1: sense. Like, what does it have to do
2: with the cider? Well, have you ever met it? someone that likes ciders?
1: I mean, that fucking mm. fucking nail them. You know <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait, but like, did you know that he was me Or like, I yeah. <laughs> oh, Clearly, okay. like, you know, oh, okay. you know, okay. I thought you were just like, just team luck. up
0: with me, Nick. I thought it was one of those. <laughs> Don't worry about what I'm doing.
1: Nick's back. Nick's right. back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, Tim's got something to bring. He, he
0: mentioned his shirt. Yeah, kind of. Right, funny. you're wearing a kind of funny shirt. like A yes. oh, like,
1: classic. W- well, yeah.
0: yeah, a revision of the classic. Fuck me, yeah, I guess, everybody. Jeez. Logo, shirt. <laughs> it looks like the one on Reddit. you deal without me? You know what I mean? Kevin, can you please bring up the like thing I sent to Adam? The comedy has
1: taught you like improv, right? Yeah. Like yes, yes, and. Yes, mm-hmm. and. You toss Tim the ball, he's bats Fucking it down. Stone wall. He's like, no. Dikembe <laughs> <I'm laughs> <not, laughs> Mujumbo. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm not like, play each other in
2: silence. He's Catches single white assets?
1: female in me over there. Jesus. The glasses There's in the red red You know what he, I mean? He's just pissed off he missed the tail hit. Yeah.
3: He's just been <laughs> out of it ever since that happened. What the fuck happened with this?
2: This thing we're about to look at. Oh, yeah. what do you yeah, mean? Oh god. <laughs>
4: what is that? What's this,
2: it's, it, this is from the I subreddit. Violated? This is
1: breaking news from the subreddit. It's already been locked by mods. <laughs> My so, new favorite hoodie just came in the mail today, Audio Listener, and it's a quote unquote kind of funny hoodie.
0: Definitely not our merch. Um and as Andy always says, dude, don't knock off our merch because like our merch doesn't sell. First off, yeah. if we're yeah.
1: not making money off the merch. You fucking make money off <laughs> the but merch. But there's
0: so much to break down here. Like, yeah. first off, the kind of funny font. As you can compare to to blessing, sure very close. different, very different. Close, close enough. But why does the K and the F not line up at all? Why is the F so the like, funny so tall? Why are
4: the eyes so With big? the eyes. Like, it looks <laughs> like yeah. it's been like smoking some like yeah, it looks whatever you like supposed to get the
3: like... fucking gore. Yeah, right oh that great. man, that's awesome.
4: And th- this it.
3: happened. This isn't the first time this has happened. This happened I several know. times where. Knock off merchators. Well oh, you miss or,
1: you miss the Marvel kinda of funny studio, Marvel Studio shirt. We'll put it up. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Yeah,
3: yes. yeah. Or like even designs that I made way back in the day pop up now. It's mm-hmm. like this is had to have been the lowest res JPEG you found on the internet, mm, and you're mm. just putting it on a shirt, and it looks like garbage, dude. Please don't do this, you know. Yeah, I just think it's so fucking funny. That's I want awesome. that shirt.
0: I know, I want that. <laughs> I want the high shirt. We'll the high shirt. Down yeah, down or down or yeah, yeah, we can just sell it. Y'all
2: right?
4: should make a knockoff of that knockoff. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be that. Be, that'd I be like a your knockoff, Yo, dude. I liked your knockoff. So I knocked
1: off your <laughs> knockoff. have make make bigger eyes.
2: We're going to sell 400 versions of that. No, we never sell 400 T-shirts. We still <laughs> have the Kevin Coelho. I was going to say, if
1: you want to buy the Kevin Coelho Bachelor Party <laughs> shirt, kindofmoney.com, place store. Li-
2: we're literally paying people to take those shirts off <laughs> our heads. Seeing Stop. that shirt we're in the paying.
0: wild is just the best. Because Hilarious. it's like, imagine You're the, the, the guy. Of people that wear that shirt <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I
2: think I saw someone uh, I want to say at RTX wearing it and I don't think he wanted to talk to us it's just he pure just like, confidence fuck you too. for making me buy this yeah, shirt I love it yeah.
3: that or it's the people that are like I don't listen to kind of funny a whole lot but this is on clearance yeah and so this
5: yeah. is my way to yeah. support I need a shirt <laughs> yeah exactly I need a shirt
1: I think I was going to square pie guys a couple weeks ago and we were driving down uh, through the, uh, the Soma district through the, through the uh, downtown of San Francisco, getting over there. Right. And some, you know how, if you don't know, San Francisco downtown, beautiful on one street, am I going to get stabbed in the face yeah. with a su- uh, yeah. syringe in the next street? Hellhole. And we were on one Escape of the bad streets going, and I shit you not, this person walked into the street, clearly on some kind of drugs and like the raggedy pants, no shoes, and was wearing a giant bomb shirt. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good will pick up. You just drop yeah. it off, and then there you go, and it ends up in yeah. a homeless that's, shelter, and now this guy's and out there. That
4: man, Drew Scanlon.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nicholas, yeah. how was Japan? Oh, Japan
2: was fantastic. It was the first time I've ever been to Japan uh, for not work. So I've been three times prior uh, to go to TGS, which is in Makuhari. You've been, right? oh, oh, yeah. I've been to Makuhari. Uh, how many times
1: did you go? I've only been to... Oh, I've been to Japan twice. Once for fun and once for work.
2: Okay. Uh, it was a blast. This is my this is my first time going just to actually like, hang out and, and do the things you would do as a tourist in Japan.
1: And you, I go to just, the, you go to the robot restaurant? Uh,
2: we didn't go to the robot. We almost went to a hedgehog slash uh, a hedgehog uh, cafe. And then there was another one that was an owl slash bangle tiger cat cafe. Whoa. Which you wouldn't think those two go well no. together. You would think those would be a together. Peanut butter and jelly. Butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> they get along like cats
3: and birds. You know what I mean? Uh, but that one
2: was closed, unfortunately. And then the, head, the hedgehog cafe just felt wrong. We looked in and it just felt like these little things were in prison. And I'm like, I don't want to. Support this. Was is it weird. Sonic related at all? Or no. was it just real hedgehog? No, they were literally just huh. you just go and you buy coffee. I just and picture you, it's could, like you the get most to most a hedgehog. Ever. It was like in the middle of this uh, arcade slash was, they call it an arcade, but it's like this long, long, long strip that just goes for for many blocks of just shops and restaurants and stuff. Very touristy though. Some nice shops, some cool cafes, but for the most part, it's like a giant Spencer Gifts just blew up in this thing. Mm. And that's where the hedgehog cafe slash owl slash bangle cat tiger cafe it. was. So we didn't go to those things, but we did get like. Amazing. I
1: also
0: don't think you're supposed to pet hedgehogs. I don't. Oh, they love it. Aren't they like spiky? Hedgehogs?
1: Yeah. If they if they put it out, otherwise they're just laid back. And you do it. That's I mean, they're they're spiky, a, but like not if with you,
3: it's like when you shave. Yeah. Like you go, if go, you, go, with, you go, you don't have to go against the
1: grain. Yeah, you yeah, go right. with but the grain. But rain, do you
3: go
4: go do you know how them. they
0: get spiky? It's uh, like they gel. collect
4: enough enough rings.
0: But well, that's good. That was real good. That was real good. Thank you. No, they they like throw up on themselves and like they use their swear to God they use their own mucus. I want. I love Sonic so much, I was <laughs> yeah. trying to buy a goddamn I had hedgehog. a hedgehog,
1: all right? Did you really? And I never saw him barf on himself. Yeah,
0: they do. It's he mean, bit it's... me in the arm once.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> he became a hedgehog, man. I should imagine Grandma
1: Miller came out of fucking nowhere and just ping-ponged that uh, yeah. thing. Last thing, remember when I was choking on that coin that one time, Grandma Miller was in the other room looking at the turtles. So yep. Choking on the coin? <laughs> yeah when I was playing jukebox. What? Oh, okay, hold on.
0: Wait, 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 I don't think we've heard this story. You I've just said, said a bunch of nouns and <laughs> verbs. It's not like an ad Hold on, let me ask a question. Sure. Based on the words that you just said, sure. is the story that Greg Miller, young Greg Miller, was pretending to be a jukebox, mm-hmm. and put a coin in his mouth mm-hmm.
1: to then play music? To sing power of music, that would be my guess. Uh, for the record, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> I was very bored, and I was laying in our original house, and I was just laying around. and I had a bunch of coins for some reason, and so yeah, I would drop this nickel in my mouth, and then I would hum a tune. And so I like to I yourself. Don't know. yeah, of course the third and Grandma Miller, <laughs> of, course. of course, also so bored, she's just walking around the house shoving so coins she, in your mouth. <laughs> she she'd walk back to my back bedroom, and was looking at Pokey Two, the water based turtle that I had, of course, and was looking in on him. I remember that. And I and what about the land based? <laughs> Pokey one was much more boring. Uh, he, he just sat in the the giant aquarium. You know, okay. Pokey two, you never know. I'm just picture get, like fire based turtles. <laughs> is he gonna get? Is he gonna get off the log but and like are swim Poke, a bit?
4: Pokey one and two are the names of the turtles. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think I. I don't think this was pre established. Oh, here we go. Ready? Well, <laughs> I need to go further far. back. Of course.
1: Uh, Pokey is the name of Ernest from Ernest Goes to Camp's turtle. Yeah. Okay. We have talked about this before. Okay. So. okay. Well, wait. Pokey or the jukebox? Pokey and Ernest, not the jukebox. But as far as I remember. So I'm laying there. I'm dropping this I nickel back and forth. I think remember that. <laughs> I'm dropping back the nickel back and forth. And then, yeah, and one of them, it drops, and I go to hum, and it just gets past right the tongue there. and turns, and, and oh. it's all air is gone. There's no air going. Oh, and it's no. like that panic mo- moment as a kid of, like, I remember sitting up, and you can't scream. You try to scream. You can't scream. And I look down at Grandma Miller, just looking in on this turtle. <laughs> totally uh, oblivious to Horror her movie. choking grandson mm-hmm. out here. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah, she "I like the land-based turtle." <laughs> <laughs> so I force the swallow and I get it through, and I, I swallow this nickel, and then I start screaming and crying, of course, because you, you put Greg Miller. You th- assume, you know wait, what I mean? No, wait, what? No, we never do with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's you know, I tell Grandma, Grandma calls Mom at work. Mom works at the Glen Ellen Clinic at the time. I think she asked the doctors there. They're like, "It'll just pass. If you got it down, it's gonna go out." And that was the thing. But there was never like a never a poop where it went clunk and like you heard it or something. You know what I mean? You just assume it did. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, I maybe That's so
3: weird because I think like a coin is like it's not like you swallowed a, a bead of some sort. Like it's yeah. a big thing. It's a bigger like thing. Like you feel like you would you would
4: know. Yeah. Almost the
2: way. Yeah. I mean, my well, butt I ball, mean this though. is a nickel. Yeah. It's not a quarter
0: or like okay. a But also use a small like dollar. What is it? Sarah Juco dollar? Sakajuya, Saka Saka
1: Sarah Juku it. Dollar. Hey, yeah. you guys do what I I would love you to about. write it out. <laughs> Did you think her name was Sarah there, Space Juku Count <laughs> <laughs> Duku?
3: <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, yes, a nickel is a smaller coin, but we saw the way mm. Greg looked when he was 18. He looked like an eight year old. Mm. Like, first you, off, I was
1: gigantic.
3: A know. smaller body. Like, yeah, like it's a bigger coin. You know, a nickel. It's not a small thing. It's not a dime.
1: Yeah. Not that much bigger than a penny. Yeah. It's no quarter. No half dollar. Definitely not a quarter. A quarter,
2: I would be like, that's still in him. Yeah. Over under on a quarter being in there, like... Yeah, solid, solid 10 out of 10 on that one.
0: I'll never forget uh, when we were younger, my brother was way more adventurous than I was, always jumping off of things, breaking his head open, fucking Jesus. makes a lot of sense uh, when you think about it. But uh, remember that one time, Kev, when he swung backwards on a monkey bar and cracked his fucking head open? Anyways. A lot of blood. I've all been there. Uh, so much blood. So much blood, so many stitches. But um, there was one night where uh, he would jump off my like mom's bed and stuff because he's a fucking idiot. Little boys are all stupid, right? Mm-hmm. But like, there was these little tiny beads and he stuck one in his nose and it got stuck and like he couldn't breathe out of like whatever and it turned into this whole issue and it was like fuck we have to take it to the emergency room We took him to the emergency room. They eventually got it out, and they did, like, x-rays and shit, and he had, like, three up there. What? Like, like, this one caused an issue, but there were some others that were just (laughs) chilling there. How'd you get a baseball up there? That is fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) God bless him. I must hate when you talk about him on these podcasts. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Uh, But... So you were a jukebox. Yeah, that's right. Did you do that ever again after no, this? No, no, that was oh, it. Okay, you okay. you learned your lesson. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Once
1: bitten, twice shy. They say. What songs were you humming? You know, that's a great <laughs> question. <laughs> Once you know. bitten, twice shy. Uh, in the moment, in the moment of <laughs> that's what I was on, <laughs> In the moment, I don't know anymore. You know what I mean? It was, it was such panic that it erased all the information. I like, I think I was composing my own. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I was doing anything, mm-hmm. I, you know. I wasn't doing any Almond Brothers or anything last that. Part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't want to be a hack. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like, this is when you're a little kid. I'm not kid, a cover right? band. <laughs> when you're a little kid, you never know what you're going to do. It's like when I wrote about Hurricane Andrew, I was like prepared for anything in life. You know what I mean? No, no, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I remember watching Grandma Miller's house. You know what I mean? Parents are at work. They're doing the coverage of Hurricane Andrew, right? That's in the '90s, sometime, right, Kev?
3: <laughs> oh yes, I remember yeah. Hurricane Andrew. Yeah, and
1: I remember writing about it. Like I was uh, not journaling as much as like chronicling Hurricane Andrew for a little so, bit.
0: Wait, this wasn't a school assignment. Oh
1: no, 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 no. I was just this is out. just Greg Miller at home. Yeah, Greg writing Williams about House, a Hurricane the shag I, carpet. You know what? I always had 92. Andrew, 92. 92. nailed it. See, there you go. I always Greg's had a I always had
3: dreams about like having a journal, having a diary of sure. some sort. But I never really felt, like, I feel like maybe I did it two, three days in a row. Yeah, that's how it always starts,
1: right? Just got tired of it. I, I have a couple of those I remember starting. Like, I was like, this is a
3: really cool-looking notebook. It's got a cool, like, uh, it's, hard, it's hard bound or whatever. What's what I'm mm-hmm. looking for? It looks like one of those it's chemistry notebooks.
2: Spine? Yeah, like a good spine. What? Like a chemistry notebook? Yeah, yeah. Like, people, yeah, comics use those all the time. I see them. They're all beat up. They're like, you they like look like cows. Wait, but, you, you know. mean
1: chemistry? You mean like a, a composition notebook? Yeah, like I remember those cool are like black and white, black and white yeah, one with the, with the ones the, that uh,
2: Harriet the spy had. Yeah, sure. Like the cloth spine, yeah. and they would be yeah. like, yeah, you just yeah. beat them up, and it'd be cool. And, like, Who was Harriet notes. the spy? Who Michelle Who played her? Trachtenberg.
1: There we go. She helped get the Russians out. I don't know. Really? Oh, I don't know what really? she did. I watched
2: Nancy Drew movie on the way back from Japan. Yeah, with the it girl. <laughs> Not good. Wait, yeah, the young bad, eight bad. girl? Yeah.
1: It, 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 number one eight girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the okay. one that plays uh... the redhead. Yeah. Gotcha, redhead. The redhead girl. The yeah. girl from the HBO show that liked a lot, Sharp Objects. Uh, yes, sure. Thank you. Thank you yeah, very much. That checks yeah. out. She, she definitely
0: shows. has a type. The Nancy Drew type. Spooky girl. Yeah. She's a spooky well, girl. Okay. Well. Yeah, yeah, because it was a spooky. Yeah, it is spooky.
1: There's spooky stuff happening there. There you
3: go. Joey didn't like Sharp Objects. Joey's an idiot. Really
1: weird. I mean, do we have to say it over and over? Sharp Objects didn't like it. She's not in the room, Kev.
2: Room I feel like Joey just has a lot of shortcomings. Uh, one, not liking sharp objects. Two, picking screens to watch movies on. <laughs> <Just> it's true. I put that out there knowing fully well that in approximately yeah, no, two minutes, I'm Joey's going to walk in and do the fucking look at me. She goes, oh, I don't like you. It's fun uh, for me. I here, miss did it. you
1: see while you were gone mm. over the weekend? Well, I guess you might have been back. but like in your away time sure joey went and was a bartender at a wedding no yeah that's amazing yeah how that happen uh the bartender at the wedding didn't show up and they're like so oh she, god and joey's like i'll do it oh i thought oh, that's that's awesome yeah that's really really cool but like what, your, what drink lighting. would you have forced her to make you oh because that's what my mind jumped that's to is how we would torture joey if we were at this wedding idea. right yeah
2: uh i don't know well the problem with the, the wedding drinks. Is that you only have like five drinks you can make with those shitty wedding bars? You know what I mean? Sure. Those little rollaway bars, like the one we booked for the opening party we had here, where it's like (laughs) the guy's like, uh, like, "Can I make a? Can you make a Sazerac?" The guy's like, "No, dude. I can make a vodka tonic. I can make a gin tonic. I can make a Jack and Coke. Yeah, that's it. This is what I'm making." She (laughs) is. Look at she (laughs) shaking. She (laughs) is. Love you, Joey. To come be a bartender. Come
1: be know. I be a bartender. How'd you get roped into be a bartender?
2: Did you need, you need the extra cash that bad? You're like, fuck no, it. I didn't even get
4: paid for it. Let's t- <laughs> Oh, let fuck that. I would have put
2: a tip bucket out and be like, I'm doing this shit for free.
4: Um, I <laughs> went with my mom to help set up for like her best friend's son's wedding. It was like one of those like hometown backyard weddings. And then the coordinator was freaking out because someone bailed out of being a bartender. And I was like, oh, I was going to play Borderlands. But you seem like you need help and I'm going to be a That's nice a person. Was it fun? Yeah, it was super I fun. I thought that would be fun.
2: Mm-hmm. What was the most complex no thing you made?
4: They just had batch cocktails and uh, beer and wine. It wasn't anything yeah. super crazy. Well, batch? Like signature cocktails, like some sort of punch thing and some other things. So oh,
3: B-A-O. Oh, I thought it was short for bachelor. You mean just like no. a batch? like No. Oh, like yeah. yeah. Some
1: batch cocktails. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like, a cool. Got some and some batch cocktails. I thought cocktails that was a cool cover, like yeah,
2: yeah. A, a bartender term. No, like, I'm not wow. that cool. I feel the like it, it would be fun because there's no pressure, right? Either Zero way, if pressure. you fail, you're doing them a solid. And if you crush it, you are the hero and savior of their wedding. Yeah. So what like, I joked around
1: about was that she always telling me, like, I was like, oh, so is it cool? She's like, oh, yeah, there was a bunch of people I hadn't seen in a while there. And I was like, oh, I would have gone the opposite way if, like, kids from, high, like, high school no, walked up like, and I'm cleaning up glass <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, my God, that internet thing didn't work out. Huh? Oh, <laughs> that <laughs> would have been <laughs> sad. it's been rough.
4: <laughs> no, it's like all of my parents' friends that, like, I grew up with but I haven't seen in, like, a while. So. That's really
2: fun. Yeah, That's I really didn't cool. have to That's avoid at,
4: like people my age at the wedding, which
1: was nice.
2: When I used to uh, when I shot a lot of weddings back in the day, I got into the groove of to the point where I was like, I could legitimately be a wedding coordinator. And one of my buddies, I was like his uh, I was in his I wasn't his best man, but I was in his groomsman party. His wedding was a fucking nightmare because the coordinator was just dropping the ball. So I'll never like I, I basically was like, let me just tell people what needs to happen. And from the point after the ceremony, right when the, like the entrances and all that stuff, I was just like, here's what we're going to do. And I laid out the schedule for them, and then we, and I made them stick to it, and it was phenomenal. And they were like, you actually saved our wedding. And I was like, great. And then they almost got divorced. So that was like, <laughs> that was like <laughs> years ago. That's but my problem with fine.
0: weddings, is I want to be that guy all the time. I need to just turn it off. And you guys like, turn it off. Don't tell people what to do. Just let let them fucking make their failures as it's, they choose.
1: It's It's, it's not
0: <laughs> difficult. Because it's one of those things where it's like.
1: What a a synopsis for a wedding. (laughs) Let them make their failures. (laughs) People
2: always try to reinvent the wheel. And you're like, no. Weddings have happened for thousands of years. In the last 20 years, you can go back. You got a lot of data on what you should and shouldn't do for weddings. Or don't break from the pattern. Or
0: break from the pattern and just don't do the things that aren't going to work no matter what. But yet people do them constantly. It's like, guys, literally, just do some. Do some self-reflection. What weddings have you been to? That sucked. What part did you enjoy? Right, right. Do that. What part did you not enjoy?
2: Don't do that. I'm, I'm always a big fan of the two-hour ceremony at the church. Oh. Let's all do that over and over again. Over I think. I think and over think. Oh god, that's Jesus, the worst. That's like that's a, the
3: that's worst. My whole upbringing was, you know, growing up in a predominant. Well, my mom's side is very, very Catholic, of course. Oh so god, that, that Jesus Catholic the, weddings, the like the a traditional part Catholic, took Catholic so wedding, so fucking long. Like dude. when they do
2: an actual mass. Have you ever been one of those? Yes. We're, like we're going to fun. do a mass first, and yes. then you're going to get married. We went to one. I think uh, one, of my, one of our friends was like a, uh, an Orthodox wedding, and so they had like the dual language, so it took twice as long. I was like,
1: oh my that god! Was, that was even a Catholic thing, though. Don't, no. don't, throw, don't don't be throwing shade at the Catholics, all right? Catholic weddings suck. Okay, first off, no, you're crazy. It's I great. don't know. I'm Team Nick on this one. Dude, they're so
2: ter- long. They're Let's they're just so long. And then everyone's got to get the Eucharist. There's, do you ever, <laughs> uh, Give
1: me, uh, me uh, the listeners.
3: Listen? He stuck out his tongue. <laughs> Give me the Eucharist. You know
1: what I love? What <laughs> I love. <laughs> <And> Kevin, I <laughs> sent you something pertaining to weddings, but this is for what I love. A good Catholic funeral. When they, oh, get, the, they come out, uh, they got uh, the incense on the fucking chain. It's you're, cool. That you're like, true. man, I'm gonna miss pop pop, but it smells so good in here. You know what I But mean? also yeah. like
3: there's some <laughs> mythical magical things happening in this room right now. Like, what if a dragon summons out of nowhere? That's what I always thought as a kid. Like, yeah, because this magical guy in a cool robe swinging so like smoke from a <laughs> sure. from a weapon or sure, something. <laughs>
1: Kevin, throw it up here. This is from foodandwine.com. Uh Pertillas will cater your wedding with a cheese sauce fountain and plenty of hot dogs. This is news that broke. They now have a cheese sauce fountain. So Jen and I clearly have to get remarried. Yeah. yeah. This is amazing. Well, I mean,
2: yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 The, oh, will they big. do it here, though?
1: Oh, I doubt that. I don't know. Kevin, scroll down. We you didn't really get, get married guys. in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, let's go. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go back down there. Ain't It'll on run here, cup,
0: couples $900. What? what? It's nothing. I've often
2: thought, here's, here's my pitch for you. Yeah. We You get married, right? We sell tickets. And I make money off of it, <laughs> dude. Uh, does that work
1: out for you? Trust me, uh, we, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about this on the show, but uh, uh, young Greg Miller did float it past Jen of like, what if we just held off and got married at kind of funny life 3? That could happen, and she's like, fucking no, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. we just talked about how we want to do something small and intimate. Yeah, no, you can't marry 1200 people, it's fine. I, know got, I, I was 1,
0: hanging out with close friends, uh, Josh McCuga like the weekend after me and Gia got engaged and he was telling me he's like, dude, I have all these ideas for you for your wedding and stuff. And I'm like, I'm all ears, baby. Let's go. And he was just like, he's like, dude, me and me and Amanda influencered it out. It was just like I got hookups from every bar company mm-hmm. from all the like he's like, what beer are we serving? Whatever they'll give us. I don't give a shit. And like he went through and if you look mm-hmm. at the pictures of Josh's wedding, it's the most hashtag sponsored thing I've ever seen. Oh, God, and I'm just awesome. like, dude, total hashtag goals. Let's fucking go. Back so if in, you if you have any hookups for wedding hit hit up your boy.
1: In the early, early, early days of me at IGN, when I was engaged to a different person and I was getting married to that person, <laughs> I did I did the same thing of thoughts about that. I was like, well, what if we had like, what if we talked to because we were broke as shit trying to throw a wedding? That was a stupid idea. Number one, sound probably shouldn't be married. Of uh, like, hey, like, what if we did like PlayStation kiosks or whatever? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how, and that was like long before I that. I was it. like, we're in the world we're in now, where yeah, That was ahead my, of the my game. S-
4: my sister had VR at a reception. Like a sponsored? VR not sponsored, no, okay. but just like VR booths. It was like it was like phone VR, it wasn't like PlayStation VR. But I mean, it's an idea. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I I do it. Would
3: be so to sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> what, when you're in because well, I just
2: you know, I immediately think of you all the weddings that I've flirts. been doing. Yeah, no, I mean no, you have to have the person that wipes it off and like gives it to the next person. Oh, that just seems Uncle like- Leo because like everyo would definitely do a great Every job. wedding like, I went was going to gonna get drunk in about 15 minutes and not do that shit anymore. <laughs> every Latino wedding I went to was
3: in the biggest Sorry, what kind of wedding? Latino. Was in the biggest wedding or mm-hmm. the biggest room possible. Just a giant ass fucking community warehouse community
4: center or something. With
3: 7,000 people <laughs> in the goddamn way, <laughs> And it was hot as shit always. Oh, yeah. yeah you miss
1: it, don't you? You think back and you miss those nights. The dollar dances, right? You're there. Your tie's undone. Your shirt's a little bit undone. You're just shaking, just it. wanting to get out of there. Um. I
2: remember, I remember going to a, a, a wedding in Jersey. It was my first time ever being to, to New Jersey as a, as a child. And I'll like every Italian wedding is exactly the same. You've got like the young people who are actually doing stuff, but there's always like the two or three tables of old ass Italians that just once they find their seat, they don't move the yeah. entire time. Like my grandma and all of her brothers and sisters were just over there, just just spitting hate at literally everything that was happening. <laughs> But would you believe that I got in trouble for uh, uh, for going around? And this is—I was a young boy at this point, maybe like seven or eight—and I was—I would, I would pinch people's butts, and my mom was like, "You can't do that," and I was like, "But I think
0: it's really funny," and she was like, "You can't do that." Nick,
1: I can't—I know that. the
0: answer to this already. Yeah, but did you watch it in Explorers last week? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, number one episode, eighty-three thousand views. I—I I don't recommend you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you just
1: talk shit about me For the record, record, for, record for the record For the record Shout out to everyone Who sent me the Reddit thread For today It didn't work Because of blessing In the future I will do it You know what I mean Wink wink So just, nudge, just to let you know nudge. What happened sure. is
0: Is uh, there's this thing That was going viral uh, This computer AI program That based on pictures Will tell you What type of person They are And Great uh, We got Joey She's a flibbity gibbet Which mm-hmm. means a foolish woman mm-hmm. I am just a common man Yeah Greg Miller's just a face. Yeah. And he's a concert goer. You'll need to watch to find out what you oh, are. Christ. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, don't do it. Don't it, do it. I'm not going It'll, to do it. It, it,
3: yeah. The results will shock you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, Greg. This is the kind
2: of shit I obsess about for oh oh, weeks. Yeah. Cool, Greg. Police officer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's fucked up. Like that is fucked it up. It was unbelievable how the results were like. I, it's as if we planned that shit it's and, like, It's just because I give that look it. to
2: the camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Is it the look I give to the it's camera? It's something like that.
1: <laughs> Speaking of something like that, I need to remind you that our Patreon producers are Burt May, Kieran O'Donnell, and we're brought to you today by Quiff. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank we you. We finally... An hour into it and the intro. Well, yeah, you know, we got—we had so much we're fun a Great there. Time. You know, I mean, we're a great frolicking time. around, mm-hmm. man. We're frolicking. Blessing, what do you want to know? You're here. You're doing a We Have Cool Friends, so we're not going to get an interview for yes. you because people don't like that on this podcast. You're here. You're officially kind of funny. What do you want to talk about? What's going on in your head? I mean, you guys asked me like 30 minutes before we started. Like, hey, like, <laughs> bring a right.
4: topic. And I was like, oh, I don't have time. So, like, I asked a bunch of people, like, okay, what should I talk about? None of them gave me good answers. Um... And so, like, I don't know. How you guys doing? I guess. You know, <laughs> I, I,
2: I, I, I want to just quickly segue back to Japan Jesus for one thing, <laughs> for one reason. I'd say talk about it for two hours. Thanks
1: for
4: or... yeah, humoring
2: the guest. Well, you asked him a question, and he shit the bed on it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, coming, it's coming back to me, okay? It's coming back to me. That was a swing and a mess. <laughs> blessing on that one. Trying,
5: Did you guys see the video? He's back, and he's worse than ever. <laughs> Did
2: you guys see the video I made of the toilet in Japan? Yeah. It's the best thing. I have, it made me walk, I legitimately thought. Where's can, the video? Can so I move to, to, to show it? I, I did Instagram. not see it. Okay. It's on my Instagram. Does it
1: have a really offensive hashtag to me? Uh, Definitely. That's probably, I, I stopped 100%. looking at the content at some point. I just opened, looked at me mean hashtags. <laughs> so, and okay, scroll down. It's right
2: there, right there. So let's watch this real quick. So this is in my hotel room. And you guys can see this on my Instagram. And if a lot of listeners go to press <laughs> play, this is the first time I walk in and I gotta go, I gotta poop, right? And I'm like, oh, that is awesome. just. It knows you're there, and it goes, Eow. and in my brain, it goes, please feed me your oh, poop. God. <laughs> I want your poop. And, but not only that, but they have the, the traditional, it's a traditional Japanese toilet where they've got, Kevin, okay, play it one more time. See if you guys can see it here. Uh, as you walk in, there's the, it, it's plugged into a wall. Tim, mm-hmm. it's got an electrical component to it. So you see the little controller? Oh, you can't see it. There's a little controller over to the right that has all these settings on it. One of, first off, it sprays itself down, so it yeah. gets the bowl ready in case you're having a real dry one or like one that's sticky. The and old then, scatter shop, <laughs> right? But this it just can't stick because in Japan. And if no I one had sticks. a nickel
1: for every time I had a thing, Japan, I'd be pooping a lot of nickel sticks. Can we talk, so they've
2: got it's got like eight <laughs> settings for bidet. You know, I'm Hell a big yeah, fan man. of the bidet. It's got the 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 like the accurate bidet, mm-hmm. the shower bidet, and then and this is unfortunate because I discovered this maybe two days into like two three days into staying at this particular hotel. Ball it's bidet? got the dryer. So you can bidet yourself, oh, wow. then you hit the dry. It goes boo! Oh, wow. It just blows a nice lukewarm air right into the the two hole, <laughs> and it is fucking lovely. And yeah. then you leave, and about fifteen seconds later, the thing closes, and then it like cleans itself. Still here, it go. Bruh. And then it's ready for it to receive you again.
1: If you remember, one of the early episodes of episode the Game two. Over, Greggy Show, episode two, which got us in a lot of trouble at IGN, where a senior VP talked to me about it, was why don't Americans wash their buttholes? Why don't they? And wa- we talked about bidets, and I'll tell you what, one day I'm going to sell this fucking company and have to buy a house, and I'm going to put a bidet in that oh, I'm pu- Dude, I'm you putting kidding this,
2: me? if I can order it, I'm putting this fucking thing in my house if I ever get a house one day. Yeah, Because it is, I just, I went and saw a comic named Mo, uh, Mo Ammer in and japan he, no no no. Uh, oh. here uh, i went with yusuf we went uh, a few months why is, and he why had is a that whole, whole
1: i understand you hang out with yusuf jeez,
2: because we we're buddies and he's i went out with him in PAX. you jacked. don't see me talking about well, it you know i mean fucking, he's pretty cool he's yeah. a cool guy he's yeah really cool. looks great uh he's, he's very handsome uh, yeah invited me well. invited me in the missus and mo ammer basically was like why like he had a whole 20 minutes on it because he's like in other countries people just don't understand why you would use wadded up pieces of paper to scrape things out of your butt when water would do. And it's so fucking true. You go to these other countries and you're like, we are living in the fucking dark ages of toilet technology. This shit is advanced, man, to the point where I was like, if they had a manual in English, I would have sat and read the thing to figure out. I would have Tim Gettys it, where I would have figured out exactly how the TV works, what best settings you, you are for my butt.
0: You go to artings.com. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lating. I call it artings. <laughs> guys, it, it was, it was, it was eye-opening.
2: It was eye-opening. That brown, and uh, eye-opening. Brown eye-opening. Eye-op- yeah, not it. only that, but they also had uh, black... Off your game, You're done. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, they also had bl- uh, blackout curtains, which I was like, holy shit. How have bad. I not ever been in an environment with blackout curtains? It was the best thing on the
1: planet. I, I there was a public toilet I went to in Japan where you went in there and shut the door and then started playing like the nature sounds and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you. You know what I mean? Oh like, well, yeah, thank you. I hate the when the I come in here to do my business. And it's like yeah, it's like this is I, be I appreciate
0: loud. the glowing blue of the toilet. Oh, it was great. One they thing I will
3: say is that I feel like I feel like it's Japanese people are a lot healthier with what they eat and we need these toilets because we're gross. Like I'm gross. I need this thing because the shit
1: that's coming out of my ass is not you're only way dirtier, dirtier than regular. Is
0: getting nickel shined in that
1: thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. What? What? That, what? that one like, separates it. You get the nickel back. We'll <laughs> <laughs> talk, about one of the
2: things I really, really respect about the Japanese culture that I had known before, but now having... like This pop- is where we're skating
1: that line. <laughs> you never know what's next. Oh, no, this <laughs> is legit.
2: Saving. So I, I haven't really spent a lot... Like, when we went for IGM, we went, like, what, four hours, and we were in Shibuya, which is, like, t- the main part of Tokyo, and then we were, like, back to Makahara. so I really didn't get a chance to, like just sit what i love to do when i travel is i like to actually try and, and like immerse myself in the culture and one of the great things about this one was i have a friend that lives in japan and he actually walked us around he has a kid we went to one of the, his his school they were having a festival for That's a holiday awesome. they were having That's which is fucking rad and so like instead of doing the touristy like let's go to a hedgehog cafe he was like why don't you come and see how my
0: my son why don't you come it, see the filler episode of this anime at this school exactly
2: <laughs> um but it was it was really cool and, it, and 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 I was really thankful for that because I actually got to experience like what a day in the life that's awesome. of a person I would really like to living in in uh he was in Ibizu, uh, not which is very adjacent to Shibuya which is all it's all Shibuya uh, like Tokyo what you would think of that but he like picked us up at the station and instead of being like hey we're gonna go all the tourist stuff he walked us out into like where they live, and we got to see that. And he took us to dinner and all this stuff, which is really cool. But one of the things I really appreciate, because you know how anal retentive I am about being clean, is how fucking unbelievably clean Japan is. Like, yeah. and for, and the, it's a weird thing, and we talked about it before, but there's no trash cans anywhere. And if there were, can you imagine if there were no trash cans in San Francisco? <laughs> the chaos that would, everywhere you go, Bad you'd be stepping now. over trash, right? No trash anywhere. And I asked my buddy, I was like, "Why is that? Is that like a is it like a law thing?" And he goes, "No, it's a cultural thing. People just take pride in things being clean and perfect." And then you look at the taxi cabs, and these are cabs that you that look like they're from like the late eighties. Literally, and look they like are, They
0: are from a different time,
2: but they are fuck. They look like they've been perfectly restored. And you get in, and they smell good. And the guy's wearing white gloves. And I'm <laughs> like, I love this culture so much, and I respect so much about it in that. People actually legitimately take pride in what they're doing. Like you're not. It's it's kind of considered culturally taboo to be just eating on the sidewalk. So a lot of you don't see people walk around like eating or drinking a lot, unless they're me. Because I was like, I got it. Give me that hot
1: boss coffee right Uh, out of the machine. Well,
2: they're, they're they're back in the day when we went they didn't they weren't a big iced coffee culture now the cold brew iced coffee's everywhere they got Dean and DeLuca's fucking everywhere and i was like yes this is fantastic man i destroy
3: a bag of flaming hot fries on the walk back from
2: CVS that would be a i, I thought, would be so disgusting <laughs> in this culture dude i thought about you though because i was like we, we were getting we ate at 711's product like
0: which is in Japan though
2: good. Is legit
0: a like legit thing
2: like you can actually go and get decent snacks from 711 and one of the things i thought was like I was like, I want to get an onigiri, which is like a little rice triangle with some sort of protein in the middle. But I need something else, and I looked down and I saw it was in all Japanese, but they were, but it had a shrimp on it. And I was like, What would Andy do? Would Andy eat the shrimp chip right now? Would he just try it? And I and I tried it, and it was fucking phenomenal. Not only that, but I got D on it. And then the last day we were there, we went to a Seven Eleven in uh, we were in Kyoto, just walking around, we saw this amazing Seven Eleven, which actually had outdoor seating.
1: 7 Eleven
2: is the spot. We bought sandwiches and I was like, there's shrimp chips, but there's a picture of a shrimp and a picture of a caramel on it. And I was like, I wonder if this is going to be good. And she was like, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? We don't like it. We throw it out. There's a trash can right there, thankfully. Uh, We tried caramel flavored shrimp chips. Fucking unbelievably good. I was like, this should not go together. This is an odd sort you know. It sounds uh, like flavors. an
3: accident of how, like, they discovered that it
2: was good. It was really, really good. But it's anyway. Like a chocolate peanut butter car crash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, and then the other thing that I, th- I just found was fascinating was just the idea, the, the, the understanding of, like, what you should and should not be doing at any given time without anyone. Like, we saw a couple cops. They have these things called police boxes. But And I asked my friend, I was like, oh, is this in case shit goes down, like there's cops here? And he goes, no, 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 the cops are pretty much just there to tell people where to go, like directions. People come in and like ask them directions. They're just there to like legitimately help people, like tell people where to Serve. go. yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing that's unbelievable is like, there's just this understanding of like, not all, all the time, but an understanding of like, hey, just like, you know, walk on the left if you're going that way. And then you're, if you're going this way, go on the right. And people just sort of understand that because in a densely populated area, either you understand that and it's ingrained in you, or it's chaos. And it's fucking, it's crazy that everything works the way it should work. Public transportation is unbelievable, super clean to the point where I looked down at the subway once and I saw. I was there for four days. I saw a piece of trash and I was like, I should pick that up. (laughs) People are are seeing me. See that? They've seen me see that. (laughs)
3: They've seen me see that. And they're gonna think
2: the the dumb fuck American put a piece of trash on the thing. So I, like I want p- people I to pick s- it up want and people put in to my bucket
3: watch. and, and oh, look god. at me <laughs> uh, picking it up
0: <laughs>
2: yeah it was uh, it was it was pretty really it was really
0: cool dude it japan is the one place that everything that people have told me was true when you hear stuff it's like oh my god this place is the cleanest this it's the this is this the trains just work and all this stuff and I was like I'm always let down every single yeah. time when I'm somewhere I'm just like no Like, they are so exaggerating what that is. Japan, I'm like, I can't believe it. They fucking nailed it. Like, the trains just work. It's clean as fuck. And it's like, holy crap, how? How is it real? Not only that, but
2: we spent four days in uh, just gallivanting around Tokyo. And I feel like we barely scratched the surface of that. Like, we've spent time in Ginza. We spent time in Shibuya and all these places that Harajuku. And I'm like, I could go back and spend another ten days there easily. Oh, totally. Without without thinking about it.
1: Yeah, well, I did a week there, right, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and yeah. In a heartbeat, go back. It's hang crazy. Out forever.
2: Again. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my Japan story. For Thank me, you for indulging.
4: For me, as somebody who's never been to Japan, going there, do you have like any recommendations of like what to do first?
2: Definitely Tokyo. Okay. So definitely, if you if, you're, if you only have a, a limited amount of time, Tokyo is the place to be because there's so many different like I don't know if they're districts in Tokyo, Shibuya being one. I, I'm Makuhari, but like I, I'm confused as to like what constitutes Tokyo, because there's so many different places where when I'd go to do the the geotag for all my amazing Instagrams uh, that mostly just fuck with Greg. Um,
3: I love that the last go- one, by the way, just like usually I saw hashtag Greg sucks. One of them was hashtag Greg hashtag sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <Throw him for laughs> that was the one where I said better. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to throw him for a loop on that. Uh, but the the general area of Tokyo is where you want to go, because that that comprises, I think. All the things you know, uh, all pretty of pretty much. Like there's like, the
0: exception of like a couple of the more iconic scenery things that you've mm-hmm. seen, like the picture of that little like gate looking thing with the water, yeah, with the water, the water, water behind and... it. You know what I mean? Like that's not there. Uh, mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's like you know the cross. Anything you saw in Tokyo Drift? Guess what? Here's in Tokyo.
4: Even like the drifts. Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. You see motherfuckers drifting, man. Really? No. Oh, DK. Okay. No. You that's funny. You don't see a lot of. No. People. I did see a lot of people, and this is the, the other battle. thing that I'm, I'm bummed we didn't get to do. <laughs> I did
2: see a lot of people doing the go karting. Yeah, and we didn't end up doing it. Yeah. It didn't end up working out. But uh but yeah, no, definitely just go to Tokyo and and you know, get recommendations from your friends of places mm. to go. Did you um, eat any ramen? Oh god, I ate a lot of ramen. We ate oh, so yeah, much. I was gonna
1: say, what's your diet like over there? You're uh, usually terrible. pretty
2: carb less. We went well, my wife is really into food halls. Are you guys familiar with what these are? No. So in it other countries, like supermarket sweep. It's basically like um a big Space that has a lot of different smaller stands that oh, have different okay, types okay, of food. Okay.
1: So like food trucks, but animal. indoor, yeah. What and is it more reading of like Reading Terminal in Philadelphia, that kind of thing? Yeah, they've
2: got one. They've got a market up in Napa, in like sure, the sure, in sure. like the downtown area of Napa that you okay. can go, and it's like the it's fancy like mall Oxford, food court, basically Bright- a fancy Brighton mall, Mar- market? yeah. Where you go, it's like bougie, Burum, like organic ice creams and like that. My wife loves to find these things in Japan. Whether you know this or not, every mall, if you go to the bottom floor sometimes the higher floors at the restaurants, but the bottom floors have like endless, endless stands. And we went to this one called Isitan. Uh, I think that's how you say it. it which is a big ass mall. And we go to the bottom and it is just like, we walked around for, I kid you not an, like an hour, just looking at all the different food stands. One of them, Mr. Cheesecake. I know what you're thinking. Does that sound awesome? Yes. Was there a line? Yes. Did I want to wait in the line? Yes. Did I, was I not able to? Cause D was like, no, we're not getting cheesecake yes. at fucking 10 o'clock in the yes. morning. Yes. And then when I went back, were they oh. out of cheesecake? And the guy looked at me like, dude, you missed the fuck. Like, if if people are standing in line, you gotta miss the line. No. God damn it, they were out. Oh, yes. Oh, I "I didn't see that coming. (laughs) That first day, I ate, we ate, we just got a smattering of different types of food. And the best thing that I ate was a katsu, like a fried egg that had pork wrapped around it and then the breading wrapped around it. And so when you bit into it, it was like pork, but then the egg, but then the middle was like just the egg yolk that poured out. Oh. Oh, it was the best thing. We did yakitori, we did ramen, we did sobu, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, soba noodles, which is like a, more of like yeah. a buckwheat noodle, all that stuff. I was just like, diet's out the fucking window. We're going to eat what we, everything. And I still never felt like bogged down. I think there's just something about the culture that's like, maybe I'm just making this shit up in the back of my mind, but it doesn't uh, inherently add to like indulgence. It's not like, hey, you're going to overeat right now. It's just basically like, hey, you go in, in there, small little table, small little space. We're going to give you one thing. You're not seeing. A bunch of people order giant things, and so I think mentally I went in going like, "I'm just gonna eat a little portion here, and then we'll go." Also, vending machines a very big thing, so that's the other thing. For a place that has no trash, there's a vending machine on every fucking corner, and you get unbelievably good like coffees or waters or milk teas or and ramen, like, <laughs> or you can get like yeah, you can get ramen and stuff like that. And now I'm addicted to milk tea, which is the thing. Oh, I don't even know if I posted big. that. I didn't. We went to a, a, a bubble tea is what they call it, which I th- assume is the same as boba. Yeah. Similar, whatever. Same thing. It's the same thing. Got a milk tea, got the boba, almost choked on a boba. I was like, I don't need the fucking boba. Like anymore. a nickel. Exactly. The tapioca. The tapioca ball. Mm-hmm. Don't need that anymore. But then we noticed that the vending machines sell milk tea. And if you've never had milk tea before, oh, mod on, it's so fucking Plastic
3: good. straws, paper straws. Plastic straws. Wow. Well,
2: some places had paper straws. And I was like, oh, great. Not Dude, that a, must be there's weird. There's a great for... milk tea place two blocks away. Is there? I
3: was oh, going to yeah, say, that must be really weird for, for boba tea where like they usually give you that. Giant yeah. Oh, no, that so one's plastic. Down the
2: tapioca, yeah. Yeah, that one they can't do paper because that, that would just get stuck in the paper yeah, straw. They, like
3: they just give you like an 8.5 by 11. You just roll it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Make Those your own <laughs> Get in
2: there. No, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Definitely go. Um, we didn't do Akihabara because uh, my wife's not super into like the electronic stuff, but Harajuku we went back to because she loved so much. And we went to uh, Cat Street, I think it was what it's called, where all the really cool bougie shops are. Oh got, yeah, like, yeah, really, really like this awesome, amazing, and that's where my friend's Fuck office, office was. So we ended up hanging out with him for a bit, and I got to see how he works. And like he like works in like an area like right like overlooking that street, which is really, really cool. Um, and then we ate a lot of soft serve ice cream, like a lot of it, <laughs> to the point where I was like, "Black sesame ice cream? Sure, let's try that. Not good, but the green tea uh, matcha, a lot of everything's matcha. Mm. We ate matcha everything. It's great. And that's my Japan story." I liked it. I'm sticking liked with it. it.
1: I like it. In that
0: picture of you looking like you uh, with the woman next to you in the kimono, is that D? Mm-mm. Okay, no, that was. Um, I was like, that's interesting No, choice. that was that was us no, in Kyoto. Not that one. Uh, if you go down
2: that one right there yeah yeah no, yeah no that's just us in Kyoto and uh, that was just uh, a, there was a group of girls dressed like that uh-huh. and not, not ironically like that's actually like a traditional
1: hashtag, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah totally I understand that I just hashtag was like... Japan hashtag Kyoto hashtag Kyoto Oop. Japab Oop. hashtag travel <laughs> hashtag sweet potato hashtag comedy hashtag SF comedy hashtag Greg <laughs> sucks <laughs> Like, it's that when you get to comedy where I'm like, wait a second. What? Why? Yeah, yeah. when
4: you get to SF comedy, I'm like, it's a roller is coaster. this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you finding pickup
1: on SF comedy on yeah. your Japan photos? Who's to
2: say? Really? <laughs> uh, who's to say? Can we give uh, me the next one? You, oh, you're going to look Go at the Go forward, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is the future. Hashtag travel. Hashtag Kyoto. Hashtag Kyoto. Hashtag Japan. Hashtag Japan. Hashtag bidets. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, hashtag rock. rock hashtag Greg. Hashtag sucks. Yeah. Kevin, what's the next one? What's, what's rock, rock
2: for? Greg Suck.
1: Sucks. Hashtag, uh, peace out, Japan. You've been great. Hashtag travel. Hashtag Japan. Hashtag <laughs> SF comedy. Hashtag comedy. Hashtag KFAF. Hashtag Greg cannot replace me. <laughs> Hashtag hope he chokes on an Oreo. Hashtag not really JK. Yeah.
2: I just want you to know
1: I don't really hope you choke
2: on an Oreo. What's
1: like a little one? choke like, oh, God, I might die. But Snacks. Then, like, the <laughs> Hashtag choose. Japan. Yeah. Hashtag travel. Oh. Hashtag Kit Kat. Hashtag they make so many good ones. Hashtag I'm gonna eat them all. Hashtag plain snacks. Hashtag snacks. Hashtag Greg stop creeping in my <laughs> hashtag. i <laughs> <laughs> like I got you. <laughs> <laughs> to which you replied, I'm fucking not, right? I don't remember. What you I replied, replied on on this. one. That's what you. It's one you don't use Instagram ever. Yeah. So then it was just like I was just it was at some point it became too hard to keep up with him because Kevin pull back to the wide page here just Nick's page here that it was a nice one look that at, I said at the end. There. Look at this narcissistic motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But
3: I love the angle of like yes I'm in Japan but this is about me. Yeah. Like I love
2: that. It's yeah. great. <laughs> God, this fucking dog. <laughs> this was in Harajuku. You see this little fucker with his pants? <laughs> she put like so the, so the owner put him on put the towel down put him on top. And just went in for like a solid 15 minutes to get coffee at this place. Like a pour over place. It took forever. To the point where they're like, they ask you to smell the beans. Like, which bean do you want? And then they go grind it and make a thing. Dog stayed out by itself. Never moved. and endless supply of people started taking pictures of it. Denim jeans.
1: It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. I love it. I don't think the dog needs to wear jeans. But I do think you need to hear from our sponsor. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by Quip. The best way to ease back into your post-summer routine, start it before September ends. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you can get your quip right now. Get it in the morning. Get it in the evening. Get those two minutes of brushing. Every 30 seconds, you move it around. It pulses inside. You get a clean even mouth that's what you want right kevin you want all the bristles even in the quadrants getting out there uh you've heard us talk about quip for a long time ladies and gentlemen of course it has those sensitive sonic vibrations for an even clean that's sensitive on your gums uh it's got a built in two minute timer which i just told you about it's got a multi-use cover that works as a stand mounts to mirrors and slides over your bristles to pack and protect your quip on the go uh, as somebody who travels a lot including thursday that's right, tomorrow. Wait, what? No. When I'm going down to L.A., I have to take the Quip. I put it over the top. I put it in. Toss it in my bag. I forget about it. It's right there. It's when I need it. But most importantly, brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, a friendly reminder of when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral health. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes as accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. Everyone knows we love them. Your kids are going to love them. They got a kid's brush now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we love Quip. It's easy. It helps you be better. It gets the delivery. It got the two minutes. It's great. What you need to do is get back into your routine. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash KF right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash KF. I that just
0: want to me. send Cool Greg to Japan oh. by himself. No way. You're never going to back. Now, here's the thing. Let's here's me, the thing. Oh, let me and Greg like, blog it. I, I don't feel like there's many places that he'd be okay. Japan's one that I think he'd figure it out. Oh, no, I think he'll figure it out no matter what. I
1: think it's more that, like, he'll just disappear. We're like, your brother's dead. We'll turn on New Japan Pro Wrestling in six months, and there he is. <laughs> there Commissioner of the League. green mist into people's faces. are <laughs> like, what the fuck happened over there? Well, that is one of
2: the things that you realize when you go. You're like, why don't we have that level of public transportation? Oh, totally. Like, it's, it's so
0: fucking it's easy space. to get around there. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. There's not, a, not enough space?
0: Yeah, it's just space planning, all that stuff, money. Like, they just, they they did I it for a thought right. you meant was, you he meant space, <laughs> space. Yeah, was yeah. space travel. I was, I was like, like, yeah, why don't future we? No. <laughs> no,
1: no, busting no, no, to get no, back okay. to it, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. Can I right? actually, can I redeem myself? Sure. I think I, I, think I, I thought mean, of it's, one. It's up to Nick now to do it. I don't mm-hmm. think I thought of one. Well, like, can we just, like, pretend
4: it's bad, even if it's good? Yes, Andy. Yes, we can. I want to talk about the come up. Because, like, I feel like currently, with what I'm doing with my outlet... I feel like I am currently still like, I'm in the stages of coming up, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I'm trying, I'm like, I'm still in the grinding stage. We're by still like. By definition
1: you are an up so an yes. yeah. and comer. An up and comer. And if said, I'm coming up. So you better get this part Yeah, yeah. she did say that. Yeah. So, so I want to talk about
4: it. your guys' come up and like sure. essentially what that process was, was like for I each of you. I still think we're very much on it. Yeah. Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah, doesn't no, no, stop. <laughs> there's not a day that goes by that I don't think we could be better, we could be bigger. Like I, I, I still feel like we're grinding or we're not where we could be yet. Where do you want to be? Uh, king of the world. Mm. Yeah, just the point to the point where I'm like that. Put Greg you, Miller in chains, put him in the fucking. Yeah. Oh, it's so
1: good! I just started Wait, watching what now? Secession, the, no the HBO, HBO show. show. There's a scene it. in it where uh what is it? Uh, Kieran Culkin like jacks off on the glass. That's what Nick wants. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's what he's looking mm-hmm. for. I don't ever. I never want to be Kieran Culkin. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> but been, you are, so it's, I, it's too bad. <laughs> I started watching
2: Secession. He's the one character that I could barely stand <laughs> in that yeah, show. I actually don't really. It's weird. He's such a cartoon. I, I like the show. I hate all the characters, yeah. and I don't really like the actors that much. The only person that I actually think is fascinating is Brian Cox. Everyone else, I'm just like, oh, no. who the
1: fuck cast these people, and really? why he writes these things? How far deep are you? I th- I'm like caught up. Oh shit, fuck! I love Shiv. I love, and I love their journeys. I like that. I, I literally just like everybody, so I can't. I, I think play. I
2: think it's been so disjointed for me because I've watched episodes out of order. Oh, wow, that that's weird. Yeah, it just it's weirdly like it's like a more. Like, I mean, serious Kendall's,
1: Kendall's whole storyline from season one and be like the opening scene to where he is now, like holy shit! And I think the way he but acts season two. I just don't like the, his the actor though. That's fine. Right. Like, You're a racist. It's like <laughs> it's true.
2: We've talked about this before. Kendall's
1: a white guy. Yeah. But you're, you're, you're a minority, so like you can turn it around on us. You know, right? <laughs> the it's like waters. in Superman 2, we're where we're like, the lights run out here. <laughs> and he, you remember Superman 2 in the chamber? No, huge. So like no, like they, so they had to have
2: Gene Hackman explain what happened, because it was so convoluted and not in canon, <laughs> 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 that they were like, someone's got to explain what the fuck just happened. <laughs> because it's A, true. what the hell is this machine? And B, what the fuck? How did he, do, how did he just put two crystals? doesn't matter. Um... I don't like the way the show is shot, and I don't like oh, enough <laughs> of the show anyway. <laughs> humor Let's get back it. to our comic We're, like come no, we're, we're
1: very much, I think, I think we're all still very much. I, it's, you know, people, we talk about it all the time. Gary talked about it recently on a Games Deal, I think, with imposter syndrome. Oh, no, it was his Paxson panel, his uh, keynote. Mm. That I think he's like, every creative suffers with imposter syndrome, and I think we more than anybody. It's always funny, you know, like today, of like, you how are we doing? We're doing really well. Today, like last week, Was a very rewarding week, but a very challenging week with everything exploding and dying and everything else going to hell. Right. But getting the Borderlands shot and it being awesome and getting the regular content out and being awesome this week. Like it's currently Monday as we record this right like three o'clock. The fact that we've already had you in for up and comer and you killed it on games daily, which was followed by cool Greg interviewing one on one Sasha Banks. WWE superstar, yeah. which was followed by Jack Bueser, head of games at Google Stadia, coming in for a we of cool friends and being mm-hmm. fascinating and interesting. Like both with booking and talking to WWE and them treating us like a real thing. And you know, you know, you're hosting tomorrow with WWE superstar Xavier Woods. Hashtag the Crooked Commission. Like the fact that they treat us that way every time is like, oh my god, we fucking pulled one over on these people. Uh, <laughs> the fact that like mm-hmm. Google Stadia is here with their PR people, like, oh my god, what a bunch of idiots. I was them. I was
3: worried as hell when. Saucer Banks walks in and it's you know she's a she's a superstar right and she walks in and I'm just like it's going to be so fucking hot in this building she's going to be like ugh this is gross it is a hell of people here today. yeah there's like it's packed i can't walk anywhere and then also yeah it was mostly the heat that i was worried about it's fine here now. I think the fan the fan is fine. But this morning it felt a lot warmer in the room and I was like, mm. She's gonna be like, Man, these people don't have air conditioning. Are you kidding me? You know? I was very like self-conscious about mm-hmm. what these much more important people were gonna think about us when they walked in and Coolgar killed it.
4: It's crazy it's crazy that you mention imposter syndrome because that's been a thing that like <clears throat> I feel like for me has been a huge thing I've been dealing with, especially like for the last year between like the PAX panel you mentioned. Where like, you know, we packed out that room, but for me, like being on stage, I was like, oh, we tricked everybody <laughs> um, that the I mean, this up and coming opportunity, you know, feels strange for me because like, I don't know. And I mean, this would be a question for you guys, like, at what point, you know, do you stop feeling like an imposter and start feeling like you, you don't, you don't. I mean, dude,
0: literally, we have cool friends has been such an interesting thing for me because you know, it is an idea based around Greg Miller's abilities and being the most amazing interviewer that I've ever met. Mm. Where it's like he can we've joked forever, you could interview a fucking rock and it'd be an interesting podcast. We should do that one day. Um, but not the, the rock. rock, a rock, but not the f- rock. Yeah. Um A
3: Rock Adrian. But
0: you're so good at getting getting something from people where it's not just the what do you do? Blah blah blah. Sure. It's like somehow you always get the uh, an amazing hour, two hours out of somebody depending on how much alcohol is involved, three hours out of somebody. Thanks, um, Brian. But it's just like, I know that I can do it because I can just emulate you. It's like I've watched you for years do everything that you've done. Like I tried, I, I can host a show with my eyes closed now because I just follow the cadence that you do with my own spin on it, sure. the Tim Gettys hype and all that bullshit. But interviewing people that that matter, interviewing people that I, I care about or like I'm interested in or whatever, I still have so much nerves about that, and I like, feel that I'm not good at it. And you can't just emulate that. Like I, I can't just look at what you do and do that because it's not one for one. It's just some weird natural thing. And when we've had like even Wilfredo coming in, it's just like I didn't want to do that by myself. I, I it was me and you with him, and I I feel like I needed that that crutch. You know what I mean? And it's like there's certain people I'm more comfortable with, or whatever. But it's like I'm not ready to just jump in, dive in, and nail it. And it's like I'm. How many mm-hmm. years into this career now? You know what I mean? It's still this imposter syndrome, and then to see my brother fucking do it it's all. I mean, like, cool, man, real talk. You did better than I've ever done with an interview today. Like that was insane. But like, there was just this, this natural kind of. It felt like he knew everything to ask to get somewhere organically, right? Yeah. And so it's just yeah, like yeah. the imposter syndrome doesn't stop, and
1: mm-hmm. it's like
0: I'm sure a lot of people would be like, oh, like they look at everyone at this table and be like, oh, they yeah, they, they're used to this. They can do this. Like I'm sure there are people even looking at you because of OK Beast that are like. Oh, he's a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Like he he knows how to do this shit.
4: Yeah, and it's always strange, like you know, looking at like people who've been following me on Twitter for like the last week because they they're hearing I'm gonna be on KF, right? And I like I, I looked yesterday, I saw like oh, Lucy James followed me. I was like, dude, Lucy James and uh or like Jake Decker from Gamespot, like people that I you know I listen to or I look up to. Uh, and it feels so weird because I don't necessarily necessarily feel like I'm part of the industry. I don't necessarily feel like um. I don't know. I like you know. You guys at least you know come from IGN. Like you guys, you guys are coming from an industry starting your own thing, and so you guys are almost like part of that like circle or part of that like network sure. in a way that you know. I feel like I'm coming from nowhere doing my own thing. See, my argument are.
0: there though is you're coming from the kind of funny community, mm-hmm. which at this point is synonymous with kind of funny in the industry. It's like everybody in the industry that that gives a shit about us understands that we're only a thing because our community is so good. Mm. So it's like for some for people be like, oh yeah, like this like community guys from kind of funny. They, they run podcasts and stuff. That means something to developers. You know yeah. what I mean? People are excited about OK Beast being a thing because they understand what that means, especially if we're given the cosine.
1: You know? Well I mean it's, and you talk about, you know, uh, uh, what Lucy and uh, Jacob following you or whatever, it is that thing of like, right, we're doing GameSpot after dark this yeah. week. And like when I saw when the the calendar invite that I made changed from greg on it to greg and blessing <laughs> on it i just looked at joey and i'm like did i black out when i wrote this she's like no no they hit me up afterwards they wanted him too. i'm like all right great, cool
4: yeah it, that one was strange because i met jake at pax uh right after the tournament and i and i think it was michael hyam that introduced us uh and i was like oh jake i'm a fan of the podcast and he immediately was like oh do you want to uh come down and be on and i was just like oh he doesn't know <laughs> that, <laughs> that like i'm not like you know you know ign or whatever right yeah. and i know i know that's definitely like like a um a hill for me to just like get over, sure. right? And I gotta, gotta accept. I think you're looking at it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. The Rock
3: wasn't always rock-bottoming people
2: at birth, you know? He mm-hmm. had to start somewhere. <laughs> I'm cool. oh, wow. <laughs> I think That's you're looking at it the wrong way in that I think you're looking at the, the notion of having imposter syndrome as being a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I look at it as being a tremendously humbling and good thing in that, the people that I've met who don't have it, who go, who just think they're entitled and think they need to be like they're right where they need to be and all that stuff—they're not the ones that generate the best content, in my opinion. I think the people who who are like one of the. The proud moments that I have here is when we do get big guests in, the excitement that we get of like, oh, my God, this is a thing that g- mostly Greg and Tim have accomplished. Um, <laughs> not me, because they don't let me invite people here anymore. Once Makuga came in, they were like, we're done. you're done. <laughs> you but, but
0: you w- knocked it out of the park with that one, though. That was fun. <laughs> <Well, that's funny.
2: laughs> Makuga is another one of those people you can you talk to for four hours. And you're just going
1: to say we just talked to talking about bad boys for like 50, it's 50 minutes. Makuga, though. Some of it's got to be fake, right? Cause he's he's one of those Jared Petties. He's got a story about everything. He has a story about David you see Bowie fo- you question. see the one the other day. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I was friends with Bowie. We watched soccer. I came over to his house all the time. I met the Beatles. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I was a bartender in New Jersey, and this woman kept going. was Taylor Swift, and yeah, I'm like, all right. Like oh. you're making some of this up, Josh, yeah. and I'll figure it he's out. He's lived a beautiful I'll, life. I'll trace it back. And then he put up this Instagram photo yesterday, of him jumping rope rope outside of the tailgate, and I was like. Mm. I don't like it. He's great at everything. Why, why, why? He's everything I'm not. Why is a photo? Kevin, can you bring up his uh, Instagram, <laughs> Josh McCougas? No, but
2: uh, to circle back around to that point, I, I think it's a good thing. And I think that it's because if you feel like it, that tells me, A, you're out of your comfort zone, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how you progress as just an artist or a creator. Um, and B, yeah, you shouldn't ever think that you belong someplace. Like, don't, you, you should never get that comfortable because that means you're complacent. <laughs> this is amazing. Throw it
1: up here. I I, li- I don't like this because it's too wholesome. Josh McCouga uh, here jumping rope with a daughter and that her hu- her father. The best part of yesterday was jumping rope in the parking lot and seeing this little girl get so excited that someone finally jumped in. Just trying to spread a little positivity and have some fun. That's a perfect post. Fuck yeah. off, Josh. Yeah. God, you're
2: too perfect. But like, God, you're too perfect. There's no way that worked out, right? Like, look at the <laughs> size difference. <laughs> no. get that, that no. yeah. He's getting clotheslined the very first one. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to like, get who closer. T- who took that picture? Probably his like wife. That's his wife, yeah. His wife, yeah. yeah his, his wife
3: Amanda is awesome. Man. Oh, wait, hold on. I uh, on the photo, there's like a, a marking on the concrete, but I thought it was uh, water like mark. a water marker. Yeah. That's, that's
4: what I thought, too. <laughs> yeah, like oh, a,
1: yeah, yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's Amanda McCougal yeah. photography. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I thought,
1: <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah, it doesn't go in. I agree, I agree with Nick, too. I think that's you know, the uh, I don't know, weird thing to say, but like the amount of times people are like, oh man, like you're so down to earth to I me. Mean, what the fuck do you think? What do you think I do? You know what I mean? I'm, yeah, I'm just a human being. But, but also, people I think don't on the internet.
2: People don't get to see Greg uh, in the back hallway, fucking nerding out when all the supermen from his past like come to hang out with him, right? Like mm. they see him on stage as the professional. Like, hey, we're, I'm going to do this interview. It's going to be super fun. I've programmed this panel. They don't see the hours he puts in of like research. They don't see him like like the excitement in his eyes when he sees uh, Tom Welling coming down the hallway and he gets I to hang think, out yeah. with him for the first time. Like, Welcome
1: to Crisis on Infinite Earth. You know what I mean? Let's there you go. go. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that's like Nick with Henry Winkler. Yeah. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> Which is what made the fucking knife <laughs> in my back all the much more painful. <laughs> he was
3: so good and buried. But,
2: dude, oh, he was good and buried, actually. Yeah. Now I've just gone back to watch that. Also, Ballers, the new season is fantastic. Is it the final home. season? Dude, it's really good. <laughs>
1: sorry, at 2 o'clock in the
2: morning when I was like, well, I'm just up. I'll start watching Ballers. Why did you start playing Borderlands? Uh, oh, no, I just gotta Well, you took my coat away. No, I already sent you a new one. I'm right? oh, yeah. sorry.
3: I think uh, I think having imposter syndrome, like I God. obviously <laughs> it can it can feel kind of like crippling at moments, but I do think mm. it does help out with what Nick is mentioning where our friend uh, Lannan, Laserbeam, Laserbeam, the biggest YouTuber in Australia, not just gaming YouTuber, just the biggest YouTuber period in Australia now, and we've known him since he was. Hitting twenty thousand, thirty thousand views with Madden back in the day, and now uh, he put he has so much care into the work uh, that he puts out and posts on YouTube. Where like everything that he does, it's him. He can't. He he's always talked about like I can't have editors because I'm just so worried about like m- not having my my uh, I guess my vibe Personal in this stamp video. On. Yeah, sure, this yeah. Is my mm-hmm. stamp or whatever. And recently he posted something up where he was like, "Oh, uh, YouTube nerfed me" or something. I forgot what the fuck happened. But like where his most recent view only had two point nine million views <laughs> and the, the prior two had like five point seven million views. And I was like, give me five percent <laughs> of the of the two point million, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I I I do think it can feel frustrating where I feel like we put out really quality stuff and when it doesn't get the views, it does like yeah. damn it, like I wanna try even harder and I wanna like put out something even better in hopes that that something does hit. But I think I do think if you have an imposter syndrome, you're constantly like trying to one up yourself and like oh the mm-hmm. last one like got a lot of views but but the next one's going to be even better cuz i'm going to work harder at it yeah. like and
2: it's 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 a weird thing and to yeah. answer that original question too like where do you where do you want all this to go i don't know that any of us have like a specific vision for what we want to do with kind of funny but we've talked a lot and and having what like having the ability to create on a larger level i think has always been the goal for us like you know we talk about we talk about as we brought new people in or as we bring in new technology or as even technology breaks and we upgrade that. Like every single one of those gives us the opportunity to make the content that much better. And that's what excites me is like, you know, when I get to do something like KFAF with Andy, right? And that's something we've we've grown to be able to do. That's really, really cool. I just want to see what the next iteration of that is. Mm. When we get when we do Harry Potter in review and it really resonates with the audience because it's something that's that I'm personally just super passionate about, that is so fulfilling that it gets me like part of the reason I came in today and or, or like mustard coming in because I did not feel great coming coming off a of jet lag and all that stuff is because I wanted to be ready for tomorrow. Like I wanted to A, I was looking forward to doing this podcast with you guys and you specifically. But then B, I want to be acclimated so that I can knock it out of the park for the final episode of
0: Interview oh, tomorrow.
2: Absolutely. It's the final <laughs> fucking episode. And I, you better fucking believe I rewound that last moment of Harry Potter 7 part 2. And cried my eyes out
0: <laughs> when I saw that
1: the, the horrible makeup.
2: In. But I was like, oh, rewind, man. rewind, rewind. And Can't I'm like, wait. I spent, I literally spent like a solid five minutes extra more than I needed to rewriting my last line of that because I'm like, this is important to me. And I know there's gonna be some fucking nerd out there that's just like me who this is important to also. He wants to relive this through our eyes. Is your, should I say what your final line is? Have you have you read it? No. Go for it. Mischief managed. No, that's pretty great. Yeah. That's really that good. good. You know, that's yeah, real good. So. Didn't really have a lot of uh relevance though in this one though, sadly. Yeah.
1: Uh fucking Snake Man's Dead.
0: Jesus. Okay. Spoilers, dude. Okay. Yeah, I, I love it because I, I feel like my like vision for, for kind of funny and everything is like kind of just to to find more people that are doing dope shit and I feel like that's become easier and easier over the years where it's like we have you here we had Chloe here like last week Roger Percorni who we've been working with lightly uh, on the editing side um, over the last couple of years now. Like, he helped with the kind of funny game showcase and a lot of things. He's really stepped up and done things mm-hmm. when we really needed it. Edited Orioration um, and uh, Borderlands uh, Show. Nicknames. But now, Borderlands mm-hmm. Show, he's editing that. And it's like, episode one's out and it's fantastic. Like, Nick scrubbed through and was like, shit. Like, this is. Yeah, it really cool. Really good <laughs> but, it's to yeah, our but it's also stuff. cool to see like to see that problem be
2: solved with someone that is homegrown and came from the community. Mm-hmm. And someone who gets it and wants to do. Like, keep honing that person's craft right like, roger's really good at editing and you can see him getting better with every project that he does and it's it's cool to see and it's cool to be able to help to some degree facilitate that right someone who really enjoys what they're doing and we're able to like, have that nice like play back and forth with with you know giving him edits and seeing him knock it out of the park and you see the fun he's having maybe not with the Borderland show because <laughs> that sounded like really stressful but like oreo oration for instance but that's
1: the thing is like it was super stressful and a giant like oh my god we got to do all this different stuff that uh, came together in tech and all this other stuff but Roger reveled in it you know what I mean that's what I was talking about when I, when Tim asked me the next morning I'm like he's great he's awesome he's yeah. hungry you know what I mean yeah, where I it's love like it. not many editors would be going back and forth with 2K while I slept because there was nothing I could do from and it was it was literally from I turned them I included them together at, like 5:30 at night and they they. Went back emailing about fixes and this that and the other until two thirty in the morning. Roger, this is Pacific time. Roger is He's Eastern still, time. Still, yeah. Then you see like a three hour gap, four hour gap maybe, where I assume Roger passes out while this render happens. Then the emails start again, where it's just like and like he every time he was like, "This is awesome," and I'm loving doing this and blah blah. blah. Yeah. But it was like, and
0: on top of that, I, I want to say this because I'm sure there's gonna be people. Thinking the negatives of that it's like crunching all that stuff is real in the industry that we have that's all real and this is situation of like editors having to do things at weird times and all this we're lucky that kind of funny is in a position because of you guys that we can then offer roger what he's worth for this instance where we're like yo we're gonna pay you two three times what we would have paid you normally for." and also the fact that me
1: and roger are like now that we know that right working with 2k about it of like so this show is different than what we thought it was going to be. What's the real pipeline? What's the real timeline? So he never has to do that again. This yeah. literally he got hired because this is an emergency situation. What are you doing? I remember asking him, what are you doing this afternoon, this evening and tomorrow morning, which turned into the exact same thing in the next 48 hours rather than 24.
2: But yeah. that's but honestly like and that's something that I that I really respect about people is that obviously as a person who is hiring talent, you should not that shouldn't be the expectation. 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. That should be the uh, but there is something to be said about production and sometimes production goes awry and you have to put in some extra hours and you have to creatively problem solve. Um and I remember doing that when I was in my early 20s because I would pick up freelance projects to make a little extra cash and they would like maybe four out of five times all turn into that where it was like best ca- best laid plans this is going to be super easy and then I, it's four o'clock in the morning and I'm sleeping under my desk at IGN because I'm using their computer because it's more powerful than the one I had at home. And, and that's just, everyone has those experiences, but you do it because a, you want to learn and B you want to come through for the client. And that's a very, very important, special thing that not a lot of people who think they want to do production really have that ability. Cause there's a lot of people who go, I want to be in production. But when, when, The shit hits the fan. They go, uh, maybe that's that's proof positive that either you want to be in this game or you don't. You're not really, you know, made for this. And Rogers definitely made for it. In that, again, I want to set the expectation. This is not the expectation. And this is not what we normally do here. And that's on purpose. Again, it was an emergency. Like yeah. most of the time, I would say 80% of the time, people are able to come in and leave at a normal time, with maybe the exception of Cool Greg, but he does not keep regular hours anyway. Because um, there have been multiple times where I've come back to the office and forgot stuff. And he's like, I catch him like. Watching Rugrats. He's like, <laughs> he's like watching Rugrats on a switch, smoking a cigarette with like one of his friends, like, what's his name? Uh, Ruben. Ruben. And they're like, "What's up?" And then I feel like I'm invading their party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry, guys. I just forgot something." And Kuga like, "Kuga says it's cool." He's like, "It's cool," nah, but, it's, but not. it's not cool. Yeah, but it's, it's not cool. Not cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, as as a person who has personally driven myself to do stuff like that to put those late hours in, and all of us have, like, when we used to do up at noon, things like that. We used to IG weekly. Tim, you know, used to do videos at IG. We've all stayed late. When we formed this, we were like, "That's got to be the exception to the rule, not the rule." And like, and and I'm happy to say that for the most part, we don't go that hard all the time but every once in a while you got to do it and that's just what happens yeah. um that's production life and if you don't want to do that then don't do production life this is that's semi this is
3: semi-related one of my former teachers that i uh went to art institute with he's the guy that like got me my first job in the industry and he was a very very accomplished 3d artist he's worked for a bunch of different studios he uh he recently quit the art institute to go work at ut and he put out this university long, of texas yeah university long of Horns. Texas. yeah he, he put out this sort of like facebook oh, post on. that was like uh you know, it's, it was my last time teaching. I've been there since 2011 or whatever. And he was like, "I leveraged the very laissez faire, laissez faire, laissez faire. I leveraged a very laissez faire strategy. Here's the material. The people in this room are your competition. The world doesn't care about you, and the bill co- <laughs> and the bill collectors already have you on speed dial. Go." He's like, "It didn't work for everybody. Arguably, it didn't work for most people. But I'm sh- I'm not sure anything would have. Most people don't have the peculiar mix of of skills, drive, and creativity required to build a professional game art portfolio. And I think that's." I think that works for a lot of people trying to get into this industry where, like, sure, you might have a talent, but do you have the drive? You yeah. have the drive. Do you yeah, have the yeah. talent, though? Are, you have both of those. Are you easy to work with? Mm-hmm. And I feel like all of those things, you need kind of a mix of everything you to do. work. You know, and,
2: and I'll tell you what, people who are going to employ you, employ you, future employers, look for that. They look for the person that when it's 2 o'clock in the morning, will they answer that email? Or And I've worked with people in the past that I just don't hire anymore because when when push came to shove, they were just like, I'm really tired. And I'm like, I don't want to hear I'm really tired because there's a client on the other hand that's not tired because they're well slept and they want their project. And I'm managing this project. And if you're not going to come through for me on I'll this one, I'll find somebody who will. I'll find, I have yeah. to. I, by definition, have to find someone who will. And again, that's, that's something that I don't. I don't like revel in. I don't. Li- I never liked the opportunity. Like when I worked with other motion graphic artists, when I used to do freelance projects, or when I'd be like the producer on something. I don't like telling someone they have to stay up till for twenty four hours straight to get a render done or to get this thing done. I don't like that. But I. But occasionally, you shit those happens. People you can lean on, and you have to have those people that will go to war with you, right? You have to have. We used to say ride or die. Like you have to have ride or die motherfuckers who will be like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do this." And because I was that person for people, and I saw how that positively affected the project. If you're able to, like, if you think you're going to get into production thinking it's all going to be rainbows and sunshine and cherries all the time, and everyone's going get, to get, get along, wait until your soundboard breaks, right? And then mm-hmm. you go, fuck. And then Kevin has to creatively problem solve, which he did very, very well. And kudos to Kevin for for f- thinking on his feet and getting out there and, and trying to figure out what all, all his options are. But that's production. Production's not like everything's how we go lucky. Production's like, Everything's good for now. What the fuck's there's gonna, happen? What the fuck's right? gonna yeah. happen tomorrow? Right? Yeah. Like, there's not a day. And Kevin knows it because he's been to war. Now he has that look in his eye where he's like, at the end of every day, he's like, "Cool," but he's never, What's he that? never 100% yeah. goes to sleep. You know <laughs> what I mean? He's always like monitoring because he's like, something's <laughs> gonna fucking happen. And I, and he's the one that has to catch that, right? And and that's 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 there's a special kind of person that's, that revel that likes that. You and know?
1: that's the reason I think we're able to be successful. Is that we all see that in each other, that I know we can reach out. We can all lean on each other for different things. And it's why we have people on the Rolodex that are a Roger, that are a Snowback Mike, that in different scenarios, you're able to call up and be like, we need this right now. And you know that they'll be there because they understand the opportunity. Mm-hmm. They understand what we're building. And so your question of like, you know, imposter syndrome and where we're going and all these different questions, like in the same way that the up and comer opportunity exists, right? Because last year I discovered we had a platform. Mm-hmm. which is a foolish thing I guess to say to a lot of people, but not something I ever thought about that games daily was a platform to give up and comers a place, right? We bring you guys on this year is the same way of really wrestling with the fact that Holy shit, like the industry itself actually looks at us in a, in a, in a real way. Hmm. I think of us as a bunch of guys in a retrofitted apartment doing, you know, goofy content, right? Which is great and awesome. But to have frank conversations with Andrea, if she's leaving about what we do and how much uh, it means to her and you'll see it in cool friends. Um, when uh Bungie was through with luke smith right and going to lunch with them and them talking to us about what we do it's like oh fuck and like jack from google being here and talk, so, talking talking so to us back, exactly it's <laughs> like that we know we're on the precipice right now of like we talked about at the beginning of the year right with the up-and-coming opportunity all these different things we're on the precipice of like we got to start looking at a new studio we got to figure that out we got to worry about the next things are and i know that like oftentimes in our own community Growth is thrown around in a bad way. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. miss the spare bedroom. They miss all these different things. <laughs> what I know, <laughs> you Kevin. Know, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I understand what they're trying to say, but I also <laughs> think that they look at growth the wrong way. When Rooster Teachers went through that round of layoffs, there was a subreddit thread that was like, This is why I hope kind of funny always stays small and never changes. And there was somebody who was like, But they're not. They always talk about growth. They're going to become this. And it's not that we're going to go from eight people to 800 people. It's the mm-hmm. idea that... We're not going
3: to create a, uh, a worldwide phenomenon anime. <laughs>
1: like I mean, we <laughs> might if you ever get off your ass. You know, <laughs> know what I mean? I don't know what you need. You, Jesus,
0: Andy. What you do love you, what do Go do it. You know what I mean? That sounds like a huge job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Figure it out. But it's this idea,
1: right, <laughs> that like the next step is more space so that we can bring in you, we can bring yeah. in Snowbike Mike, we can bring in Roger when he's ready, we can bring in Jen, the editor that I like out in New York. We can bring in all these different people to come in and make the right content. Because again, if we never left the spare bedroom, guess what? We would all be probably working back at IGN. Mm-hmm. Like this wouldn't have worked. Like it's the idea that I I, you know, I always talk about all the time of like the time I broke down and cried at the table when I couldn't make things work and Kevin took it all on his shoulders. And like when the soundboard's dying, and then the the other thing died, mm-hmm. uh, the computer True died, like all that shit. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing. <laughs> this is a brand new story, everybody. When Tim asked me the last week, "How am I doing?" and I said, "I don't know how to answer that question." And I shut the door and I cried in front of him he burst into because tears. I was like, and I, I was like, I haven't seen this, Greg Miller in years right and it's just because like this is spiraling out of control and like you're you and nick are usually the producers on the project and i get to be the talent idea man and now they've put it all on me and i'm like i don't know what to do because i thought cool Greg could edit this he can't i think i can edit this i can't we need a and you're like roger go to roger it's an emergency go to roger and roger does Mm -hmm. such a great job and has such a great vision for the thing that we're like guess what roger you're for the rest of this contract you're editing the borderland show you know what i mean and obviously we offered him it wasn't like a a thing but that's the idea right Mm -hmm. like. It's never to go from 8 to 800. It's to go to the right 9, to the right 10, to the right 11. Because Mm -hmm. I want to bring in the people who have voices that will speak to a younger audience that will speak to a different audience right of like the things we can't talk about you know what i mean mm-hmm. god i don't know why but as soon as nick gets glasses we will all look exactly the same pretty much yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and then like it's like i want them no don't do it you I can't do, do it i want them so bad
2: i look so cool in glasses
1: like i want it to be that, like to get I, rid I, of them. you know people are all, always like when you're we doing ps i love you right like oh, i love it there was an xbox show and i was like i would love that too but we need to hire people who are passionate about yeah. xbox you know, mm, know what i mean yeah. And like that's the different things and where it's going to go how it's going to Grow yeah. and all these things. I don't want to grow for growth's sake. I want to grow for longevity's sake. I yeah. want to grow so that there's something here that, so and when we do hire the next person, they can work here 10 years. And that, that's a huge like
2: thing for me as well. And I think that's the same, same with Tim and the same with everyone here is like, we want to grow into our strengths and into the things we're passionate about. There are so many times at IGN where you'd hear an executive start talking about a new initiative and you're like, nobody cares about this. Mm-hmm. This is literally just to make money and, it's, but, and really even behind that it's just to make sure that he, this executive gets his or her bonus at the end of the day and that's the kind of shit that I never want to be a part of ever again. What I want to be a part of is making a creative space where people can come in and do awesome stuff. Stuff that they love to do and I want like, best case scenario for us is that people actually want to stay late to do stuff right and we Mm -hmm. have to say stop staying late like go home Mm -hmm. have a life come back tomorrow Mm -hmm. and do this if we can and we've somehow managed i think that but if we can somehow facilitate that on a bigger level that is that that would be like i would consider myself a success and no longer an imposter if that were the case i
0: saw a a post on the in the facebook group today um talking about cool greg's uh sasha interview it's just like it's kind of funny just attempting to do the year of dreams for employees that kind of (laughs) (laughs) trying to like and they're like the same week that Cool, Greg interview Sasha. They have blessing come in and uh, you know do all this stuff. And it's just like, honestly, that is kind of the goal. You 100%. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. do you know how dope it was to have Andy play guitar? At kind of Funny Live Three. Like, not saying that's your dream, but it's like that's fucking cool to like give you, you this amazing outlet to to like do your thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And be appreciated for the things that you're skilled at and talented at. Like, I I love what we've been able, able to build, and that, that goes for all of us. Seeing Kevin. Do screencast and like have have the, the the chance to to get better week after week? And I mean, like, there's uh, something for, he gives a shit about. And
1: man. I know, and I, you know, when we started this, right? Like, you know, it was me and Colin, right? Already faces, already established, all this different things. Bringing you and uh, I say you, but Nick and Tim up, right? And watching you guys grow. Let alone to get to this fact now. Yes, that Goldrings interviewing Sasha, and he's fucking crushing it. The fact that like I looked at a calendar, I'm like, where you're going to see this movie? I've never heard of this movie. And they're like, oh, we got invited to go. To a screener. I'm like, oh, like one of those, you know, GoFo... What is it? Not Fobo. GoFobo. Is that what it is? Like things I get all the time. Like I'm not waiting in some fucking line with 600 people to try. They're like, no, no, no. Like a press screener. Press screener. How the fuck they figure this out? And like, oh, they hit up Kevin. I'm like... From Screencast. Being a host of Screencast. and (laughs) And I know it sounds stupid, but even Tim where he's like, hey, did you get a... Code for Astro Chain for Zelda. I'm getting a <laughs> Switch, and I'm like, I love that. I had to str- work so hard to get you on N- N- Nintendo's press list, and now I get jack shit from Nintendo. <laughs> I, love I appreciate it because <laughs> I get it all. But it like, that's awesome. like, you know what I mean, like. The interviews are cool. Game awards are cool. But it's like, that's the shit that fucking matters. Is yeah. that we've able... We, everybody has a voice here and is established. They has a things. freaking documentary made
0: about him. Yeah,
1: that that's was a, stupid. That was just a waste of money <laughs> for <laughs> But it's amazing.
0: Like, that's the other thing too. It's like, that's quality shit. It's, yeah, it's like, good. all of this stuff happens... It's it, actually good. It, it is.
2: It's, it's, it's actually good. the point good. Where, like, it, it, it hit me the other week when... Um, I, I was doing that thing I do where I just Google myself a lot sure. and uh, Waiting for the Punchline came up and I saw that it had a rating on, like people had rated it on IMDb and I was like, "Whoa, that's weird. It was like an 8.7 okay. out of 10 and I was like, huh. Now okay. I think only like
0: three people had rated it, but
2: <laughs> shout that out to all either. of you people I out there that gave it. a did seven. Yeah. You know, yeah. Motherfucker. But, but I <laughs> feel like I give it an
0: eight. everything we do works in synergy so much where it's, we have the ability to do these really cool things that might only mean a lot. Like Cool Greg interviewing Sasha might only mean as much as it does to the people at this table being proud of him and the, what, 20,000 max people they are going to watch the video that sure. know the history of Cool Greg and Sasha. But it's like, it means the world to those people. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, it means so much more than three million views would mean on just a random video. That well, that's you know, Andy was talking up. about
1: views earlier and don't get me wrong, views are important. I wish we did no, more. And totally. Yada yada, blah, blah, blah. But it's the fact that a long time ago, I gave up on ever looking at our views because I just don't give a shit. Are you supporting us on Patreon? Are you are you you know coming to meet and greets? Are you going to kind of funny lives when they happen? Like, yeah, the people cheering cool Greg like when he like going fucking crazy at kind of funny live three when he gets introduced as employee, which I've gone back and watched multiple times. Like, that's the shit. That's the good shit. You know what I mean? As long as we're able to keep the lights on, everybody paid. Like, awesome. But yeah, there's a part of me that like you
3: know I I hate that we're not growing as fast as I think we should be. Oh sure. But, on the other side of it, there is the other side where, you know, people will come into Nothing our comments. <laughs> there's no consequences. <laughs> yeah. but the, the, there is a side of it where, you know, people will come into the comments, and you can tell it's people that hate us and only want to come in to talk, talk shit. shit. Yeah. Um, and I've seen people come in and be like, God, this channel's been stuck at this many subs forever. These guys are not growing. And there's a part of me that thinks that, like, but who cares? Like, it, like our content is still fucking good. Like, I... I personally think that our content is really, really good. It's the best, and them, right? and like it doesn't matter that we're not like to me. That's just like when a really, really awesome movie doesn't make a lot of money. It's like, well, the movie's yeah. still fucking good. Yeah. Just because a lot of people didn't go see it doesn't mean that it make it any less so. But you it, know? and it's
1: also the thing of, and I know it's all optics, but in the you know your e penis and all these different things. are like, well, like YouTube subs are just your such what? one e penis. <laughs> oh, e penis. <laughs> oh, it's okay. like trophies or anything yeah. else, right? Where it's just yeah. one <laughs> metric, right? But, like, in reality, of course, if we're still hiring people. Like I thought we're you meant, like, the subscriber number was a big about and talk. stuff. No. If we're doing all these different things, right? Like, clearly it's working. Clearly yeah. the and, podcasts are there. And clearly the so ads are there.
0: The, the point I was trying to get to with the talking about the synergy and everything. It's, like, I see a lot of comments of just, like, they always talk about how their audio numbers are bigger than uh, their video. And why? Did, what, I miss the old days of just the spare bedroom. Like, why do they need the video wall? Why do they need all this stuff? It's, like, the fact of the matter is us having this is the wow factor when celebrities come in when normal guests come in when developers publishers they come in and go oh wow you guys are doing something really special it's like industry defining Mm -hmm. when people can come in and be like you guys are making so much out of nothing Mm -hmm. and i feel like that is the type of thing where it's like that gets us things like the borderland show which are an amazing opportunity because already doing that show has gotten opportunities where i've had so many people reach out to me people have reached out to you just like oh shit well we could we do this for, for our thing? Yeah, soon change, yeah. But what I love is, like, we're not... Blessings in! Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, it's like, but it's like, maybe we need to hire you. Because, like, no, like, we wouldn't do that. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, we still are in that place where we're only going to do what we're passionate about. And it's and like...
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Talking about Cool Greg, right? Is, like, I... When somebody interviews another person that really knows that person, really knows that person's work from both a fan perspective, but like almost a journalistic perspective as well, that's when I get very excited. And the fact that Cool Greg was able to do that, that interview is going to be infinitely better than if
0: even you were to do the interview. You know what I mean? 100%. And that's a fucking thing great. that I don't think that is, is going to be understood about this Sasha Banks It's not knocking against you, by the way. It's yeah. not at all. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I just don't fucking know. But my brother, obviously, freaking the fuck out for the last week since he heard that he was going to has Hasn't slept in seven has days. Has not slept at all. <laughs> has had so much so much Red Bull. I'm a little worried about it. I was him.
3: really scared that the show was going to be live. Yeah. like, like he, he was like freaking you know, out about every single
0: aspect of it. I get it. that. And, And it gets to the point where I was kind of like, hey, do you do you want me on the table with you? Do you want me to host it and you just be there? Like, do you want me to just be on shotgun? Like, what what do you want to make you feel good? And he was like kind of weighing all the options. And he didn't know until this morning where he was just like, hey, I want you on shotgun. I'm going to be here. But then he was like, I don't want you to be on shotgun from the beginning. (laughs) I want you to come in like a couple minutes in. Let me like get through the intro because I don't want to get nervous with you there or whatever. I'm like, cool, dude. I got whatever. I didn't even need to go on shotgun, Mike. He took it, ran, and just did the entire thing. And it's just like, that is the the type of professionalism that I would have never expected from my brother, of That's all great. people. No, it's but it's great. like kind of funny has allowed that to, to foster and, and grow in, in him and in all of us and it's like we all have each other's backs in such an amazing way and it's not just us it's not just people at the table it's not just the people in the the building but it's like people like roger you know that then mm-hmm. we work with people mm-hmm. like cameron kennedy uh, who does all of the in review intros and stuff it's like we have such an amazing network of people and now motherfucking blessing like i want to hire you one day you know what i mean i want mm-hmm. you to be part of this group because you've already proven it to me it's like all, all it takes legitimately, all it takes to get a job at Kind of Funny is to impress me <laughs> at being talented at something that we need and to be something, someone that I want to hang out with and can't hang out with. Andy is a perfect testament to that. I hung out with you one time. I'm like, this is my fucking boy. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to be friends forever. And he's so fucking hung out Bullshit! That's because you moved here. <laughs> and you're like, I'm done. I'm staying home. Oh man, you know, it'd be cool twitching.
3: He was talking about he was talking about his wedding the other day. I was like, I don't like. You won't be mad if I don't go,
2: right?
1: <laughs> I'm
2: trying to go. I it. It. Uh,
1: <laughs> I wanted like, just we a quick I'll do note. edibles Right before we go, <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah.
2: as uh, as Tim finished that unbelievably well spoken, heartfelt uh, statement. James Burke walked in <laughs> the side of the room, looked in, freaked out, and then did like a weird 80s breakdance out, <laughs> and then realized how dumb it was, and then poked his head right back in and made eye <laughs> contact with me again. I was like, what's up, James Burke? You know
1: what we say, ladies and gentlemen, when James Burke shows up, that means we have to go to End Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so <laughs> we have a post show to do for people over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. You can catch it if you go over there. Kick us a few bucks. No bucks to toss our way. No big deal. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Roosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe, of course. You can get it each and every Friday. Ads, no pre and post show. Wah, wah. No big deal. Uh, Blessing. Yes. You're here all week. I am. You're doing a bunch of different stuff. Kinda funny games daily. The reaction stream to the PlayStation. Uh, stay to, stay play, to play, baby. Dorm. Let's yeah. go. How stoked are you for that Dude, one? Dude, I'm stoked. Don't so leave excited. me hanging there. Dude, last one of two. fucking suck.
4: Batman. Whatever it's called. Whatever the I'm going to be was.
1: waiting for my Last of Us 2 demo with ear bo- ear pods in, watching you guys react to the fucking Batman thing. If Batman happens, Andy, I will punch you in the fucking face. What <laughs> that? I'm excited, that? man. You kind of look like the Joker. I kind of look like Batman. It's like it I happens. wanted Superman. <laughs> I think it looks more like the Mad Hatter. Uh, blessing. If yes. somebody watches no more content from you this week, where can they keep up with you elsewhere?
4: Uh, I'm on Twitter at junior. That's at BlessingJR. Uh, I do so much <laughs> at OKBeast.com. Uh, we have a plethora of podcasts. Uh, Jumpmaster is our Apex Legends podcast. It's the number one Apex Legends podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Baby. yeah. Uh, so check that out. Um, of course, you can check us out also at uh, the OKBeast OK podcast, uh, which is our general gaming show, kind of like. Um, a mixture between KFGD and Gamescast. We talk about news, talk about impressions, talk about all that good stuff. Um, sirens on our Yeah, sirens on our end. YouTube.com slash OKBeast. And I don't want to uh, pimp too much, and so I'll leave it at that. OKBeast.com. Go check out more.
0: the video essays on OKBeast. Okay yes. They are fantastic, and they're not just video game folks. It's video games, music, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, amazing stuff. Thank you.
1: You can catch up with the rest of his plugs over on We Have Cool Friends airing soonish. I forgot. I tweeted out the We Within a month. Yeah, exactly. There's,
3: we're, we're jam-packed. We're barely showing the party modes that Chloe was on.
1: That's coming out this week. Wow. <laughs> if you're listening wow. to this
2: podcast in 2020, it's already <laughs> live. It's live. Until next
1: time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you. I did it for you, Tim. You sucked. You <laughs> fucked it up so bad.